0: Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. How are y'all doing today?
1: Hey, guys. Hello, Chris. Welcome to this podcast, It's Not Have a Name, for August 17th, 2022. Hopefully, you're all doing well. Welcome back for yet another episode. How's it going, Chris? What's new? Well, let me partially answer that for you. So, since you did your... I haven't seen you streaming in this last week, since the last podcast, but I know you just told me you're working on your emotes being uploaded on your Twitch.
0: kinda. I uploaded one of my emotes and still pending. I haven't had time to draw or anything like that because of other things I've been up to, I've only been able to manage like one stream other than the podcast. Like every week I've been trying to do more, but stuff just keeps getting in the way. Like I am probably, I don't know when, but I'll be switching to a different schedule for work, different days off eventually. I don't know when.
1: Okay different but, times or just days
0: both yes oh so you're gonna
1: you're gonna <laughs> yes that, there you go uh so you're gonna be working like the nine to five shift or no. the evening shift nights so like four to eight four to midnight sort of thing
0: uh so i'll have thursday fridays off and i'll be starting at 10 and getting off at six thirty. so 10, 10, 10 PM. p.m so 22 10 p.m okay 2200 hours to six thirty. So, so be back to five days a week, which sucks. But I want well, what I want is bloody Friday, Saturday off or Saturday, Sunday, right? You know, you want the weekend, mm-hmm. but that's not happening. Uh, but getting a Friday off, maybe that'll help me get some stuff done that I've been trying to get done for friends. We'll see, but. Okay. With that change of schedule, I'm changing my sleep hours a little bit now to get ready for that, and then hopefully it won't be as rough later, so my I've been pretty tired in the morning. What I'm trying to do is sit up so I can wake up, work out, and and have time after that to go do other stuff before work, So and I've just been dead tired. Today I woke up and slept in an hour, which isn't what I wanted to do. <laughs> I wanted to get up and do what I want to do before the podcast. Uh, other things I've been up to, I've been reworking my armor on my cosplay. Okay. Tor tour part, like the, you know, the peck parts, the back, like all the white pieces that are not the um, outline, I cut those out and redid them, so hopefully they look better When I reinsert them in and glue them in. So just to get them to kind of pop and look better than they did previously. I wasn't entirely happy with them. So that was, well, that and reworking my boots. Just uh, trying to get things set up and for the convention, which I will probably go to for a day when it comes here. Because I've got friends that are coming down for it. Which one? Edmonton Expo. Oh,
1: uh, what's the date on that?
0: It's the September seventeenth, I think that weekend.
1: Yeah, that's that sucks because I'm like, like a couple a, weeks off from that, and I'm going to be in your area. Well, around maybe. Yeah. But That sucks.
0: You'll be down on this end of the the country at least for a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not here, but close so, that you would consider that you have considered maybe coming down. But yeah. Uh, I've been touching up on that and that was fun. you know I get to work on something for you know a few hours and then after that it's glue a couple pieces and then hold that together for an hour or hour and a half and wait for it to dry. then glue together another piece and then hold that together. It's my boots. so I have to squeeze together the the ends that I'm gluing up and make sure that it actually sticks
1: basically while you're doing that just like sit down and watch something for an hour and a half or something.
0: yeah I went upstairs as I was waiting for my boots to dry and that's ate the sandwich and was watching a uh, boundary break on YouTube the guy whoever boundary it is uh, that's what he names the series I don't remember the, the YouTuber's name I'm sure if you looked it up quickly you could get his names like uh, but he does uh, a series called boundary break where he basically takes programs like more likely through emulation and kind of no clips his way around uh around games and he also does 2d games so however it is that he does it in those and he goes looking for secrets and you know how they do the 3d models and stuff like that like like you know clipping into 3d geometry and see what's over here and that the one that got me watching his stuff was actually in stray showing like what what the npcs are up to when the camera's not focused on them on um, the npcs and stuff so it is a very interesting series to see what developers do uh, here and there to get around you know saving resources or you know teleporting characters or what happens to player models when the camera's not focused on them you know how often the uh, character models will teleport during cutscenes and stuff like that yeah so it's pretty interesting series i like
1: i've seen some speed runs rely on that like i think halo like during cutscenes, like they move npcs everywhere around so i think i think it's the one but i i, I kind of know what you're talking about
0: yeah it's it's a series i just recently found i've been intrigued to watch it like i watched one last night dark souls and i think it was dark souls 2 And just how much of the background stuff is actually just 3D polygons. Like, most of the cities you see are rendered in 3D. They're just low poly. Like, so that just could have been a a nice looking painting. But you decide to render this entire thing out for some reason. (laughs) Like, it's insane. How much they put in just to make it look more authentic than just a painting. Uh That's, well, I guess that's not really been it, you know, other than work. Uh, Oh, I haven't finished watching it, but I've been watching a movie on, uh, what's the app called? Uh, Tubi? They've had, like, some Tubi originals, if you want to call them that. I think that's what they list them as. But this one bad, good movie called uh, Shark Side of the Moon. Oh, no. (laughs) about sharks on the moon yeah so (laughs) during the cold war the russians were trying to make some kind of weapon that that they could use against the americans and decided to fuse human and shark together to create street sharks (laughs) and when their experiment got out they decided they blasted them off to the moon thinking that that would kill them but they decided but they ended up thriving and building a colony on the on the dark side of the moon.
1: <laughs> it's... So it's basically Sharknado in terms of
0: oh, silliness. in terms of like how bad it is. Oh yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty bad, but great at the same time. I haven't finished it, but I, the name alone is great and and sh- and Street Sharks. You can't go wrong with that. They yeah, actually tunnel under <laughs> the moon's surface with oh, their fans no. up. Like that doesn't make any sense.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: Like, the Almost guys, few,
1: some...
0: the Americans are watching this and going, what's that? And you see the shark fin going, it's like, is that an earthquake? Like, that, it's not what an earthquake looks like. And then the other guys are, yeah, it could be, you know, seismic tremors and, you know, the, the plates shifting. Like, it's clearly not what it looks like. And the thing is, like, 50 meters away, maybe closer than that, man, coming at them fast. And then it jumps out and bites him. He goes, I don't know what that was. Like, just seen it was a fucking shark. <laughs> You fucking morons.
1: <laughs> so it's basically like Tremors.
0: Yeah. The movie. Yeah, but it's it's pretty bad and pretty great. At the same time, it's one of those bad movies. I need to finish it off. I'm like halfway through. <laughs> but yeah. It's, I think that's been it. Like, we played a bit more Lunar and got to... I guess now we've gotten to our main plot of the story and we're now going around. Basically, we're going to acquire the rest of the teammates that are going to be with us for the rest of the game and then make our way to the other dragons to save Luna. She had been kidnapped by the Vile Tribe.
1: She's still being kidnapped? I thought you saved her. There's the whole cutscene. Yeah. The three women.
0: Yeah. and And then there was another heel turn. And then she get kidnapped again,
1: again. Ugh.
0: And that's I'm pretty sure that that's the rest of the plot is us going to find out how to get to the vile tribe and save her. So we'll get our okay. other other teammates with us, and then and then stuff happens. So, but yeah, uh, it's been good. I would like to be able to spend a bit more time either drawing or even just streaming the game, but hopefully that happens. I plan on doing it tonight or this morning later. <laughs> and so yeah, when The sun goes down. Yes. When everyone's asleep, I will be awake. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I want to try and do that at least. And, uh, I've been putting a bit more time and the event is only up for like two weeks. We knew I would go and play this game eventually when these characters hit it, but Goku's in Fortnite now. (laughs) Uh, Chris, you are the chosen one. You were meant to
1: help me make fun of Fortnite players, not join them.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, I get the meme. Star Wars. (laughs) You know, it should be surprising, but Fortnite is fun and it is very a very solid game (laughs) it's just that you know it's fortnite right (laughs) no one wants to play fortnite and who's been who hasn't been playing it yet and go this is actually good and fun and i will continue to play right
1: you were supposed to bring balance the podcast not leave it in darkness (laughs) yes uh I saw some clips on on Twitter, like Goku just jumping up in the air. He's like, ha, me, ha, me, ha. Like his, I think the Japanese voice, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's a Japanese voice. And just firing Kamehameha, like eliminating people. So yep. I have no idea how the game works or the mechanics, but that, I mean, that's cool. I, I think I saw him running on a Nibus and I think there's a Vegeta skin.
0: Yeah. Vegeta, Bulma, Beerus, and Goku are in the game. You so, have a power-up emote that actually changes your uh, state, so you can go from normal to Super Saiyan, to red to blue. Oh, no, I guess blue to... I thought
1: they were Super Saiyan God.
0: Yeah, so... Yes, yeah, not God, but God Blue and Ultra Instinct. Killer, yeah, instinct. I,
1: I was yeah, killer sorry, Killer Instinct. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean God, uh, I
0: meant God Blue.
1: Yeah, Super Saiyan... So it's stupid because originally the name was Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Like that was officially the name, Super Saiyan God, yeah. Super Saiyan. I'm like, that's so stupid. i they like, changed don't no, just, just call it Super Saiyan Blue. The, that's, it, that's what For it.
0: here, they change it to uh, Super Saiyan Blue or Super Saiyan God Blue, but it is official supposed to be Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Cause that's effectively what they're doing is turning Super Saiyan while in God form or something like that, whatever. They never explained it, but I assume from the name that that's what they're tapping into, right? Uh, I
1: mean, it makes sense, but dear God, make a different name, you
0: know. Oh. the Japanese like their convoluted long names, especially for for anime and manga titles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's been fun. Uh, they have uh, Soroshi's Island in the in the game for oh. a limited time, and I huh. think I could be wrong. Like Bulma's there, so you could talk to her as an NPC. And I think that's the island where you get the Kamehameha Way from. I only get seen free. it once. Yeah. Oh, the one I found was just on the ground, so yeah. And there's a Nimbus cloud you can find in that spawns in-game. That you can ride around on temporarily. It basically like, bounces you up and you can fly for a bit. Uh, there is, of course, like a glider you could get, which is the Nimbus cloud as well. Along with the Vegeta space pod. And... If you do the event and get and complete it, you get Shenron you can ride on as well. Oh, nice. And you I want me. to get Shenron. <laughs> of course. So I have to spend I think the event's only up, up like two weeks. I have to do all these Dragon Ball things. So I that need sucks. to find out like where the capsules are so I can do that event. I have to like kill someone with the Kamehameha wave and other stuff. I'm like
1: Why <sighs> Why is the event two weeks long only? Are are they really trying to bank on FOMO? I don't out? know. To...
0: I don't know about their other events. If I don't know about Fortnite and their other events, if they're always this short or not, because this it may just be because it's this event that's short or like it's a special event, so they only put them up for like two or three weeks. But you know, this isn't. This is running alongside you know their season pass stuff, and I think there was one other thing that was running alongside this as well. So they've got a few different things going on, you know. But it being two weeks, that sucks. I don't want it to be that short. But oh, you're yes, you're gonna have
1: to partition your time correctly and try and get everything done in that case.
0: I mean, just play Fortnite for two weeks and then not play anything else.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Maybe you should do that on your stream instead of doing it.
0: Thinking of doing that because I already grinded a few things last night when I was done with Rob. I found out like where I could watch the Dragon Ball episodes for the event thing, so I watched a couple wait, episodes.
1: Wait, wait. There's Dragon. There's new Dragon Ball episodes for the event. Like no,
0: not new. So there's there's different things in Fortnite. Like you, you know, they have creative, right? Or people be no
1: going. <laughs> no you know
0: nothing Fortnite. about Fortnite. Okay. Of course,
1: I meant what I said. You were the chosen one.
0: Oh, supposed to if I was supposed players, to be if I was supposed to be the chosen one, I fell off that a long time ago. I've been watching Fortnite content on YouTube for a long time. <laughs> so I know a lot about Fortnite without actually playing Fortnite.
1: I know literally nothing except there's... I, I know some licenses are in the game. Like, I know Rick and Morty is in the game. Yeah. I know Darth Vader's in the game. I know yeah. Spider-Man. That's all I know. I know there's some certain characters. That's it. That's literally okay. all I know.
0: Well... There's a whole shit ton of characters. Indiana Jones is in the game, apparently. You huh. get his skin. um, But, yeah, you know, obviously a lot of characters, whatever. But there's a creative mode where you can make your own kind of maps, yada yada, right? Make your own little game modes. And Fortnite has a bunch of ones that they've made themselves. Like, I think there's an Among Us uh, version. We can't play that. I don't remember what it's called. We might have talked about it in the podcast or off the podcast. I don't remember. Maybe I talked about with Rob at some point, can't remember. But there's that you know whole bunch of different modes and the one little room that you could go into that has different servers or different lobbies is basically a big screen where they show whatever's whatever they want on there. And right now it's Dragon Ball episodes, so you jump into this lobby, watch you know Dragon Ball episodes from Super, and it was part of like the event to like watch one or two episodes. So. I just watched a couple episodes of the English job of Dragon Ball Super and then was like, oh, okay, I'm done. And I left. <laughs> it is funny doing the emotes with like Bulma and uh, Batman fusing together. <laughs> it's just a fusion emote and people can join you in the emote.
1: <laughs> I was wondering about that because I uh, there's a Twitter and I saw Naruto and Goku joining. I'm like, no way, that's <laughs> yeah. not real. I, I mean, thought that they, was, I thought that was a troll. I didn't know that was a real thing.
0: Yeah, that's an emote. Based, there's a couple of emotes oh. in the game where one person will activate and then you walk up and hit the interact button. Like, there's a hug emote, so I, you know, I hugged it out with Deadpool when I was Goku. <laughs> it's, it's just silly. It, it doesn't get any less funny when you're running around and you see Goku or Beerus with the fucking, Rock, or fucking AK-47 shooting down people.
1: Like Beerus is in the
0: game too. Oh yeah, Beerus, Bulma, Vegeta, Goku. Did you buy all of them? Yes, of course I did. <laughs>
1: I like, <laughs> I like, I like the small hesitation. here. like, do I tell the truth or oh, do I just ignore the question? Of
0: course I did. It cost. I had to spend like seventy dollars. Oh my god. It was sixty. Really? It was about sixty bucks a day Canadian for all of them. So I've got like, extra, of course, extra fucking coins now. But oh my god, it's the way it is. Cause I bought the two packs of characters and then they had a little extra pack that had emotes in that and little backpack stuff. Cause so I won the Masaroshi turtle shell <laughs> to and stop. So I'm like, well, of course I'm going to buy all this. Here we go.
1: <laughs> well, when you said you're drinking ball, Mark, I know you took it to Fortnite level. So I'll put you know, it that way.
0: <laughs> yes, but then I thought it was too funny nuts too. And I really wanted to. to see this so and my twitter feed and youtube has just been dragon ball fortnite mostly twitter because people could just post a fucking gif on there right (laughs) so yeah i've been loving it there was an animation i seen that i posted if you look at my twitter it might be near the top of what i liked it's of uh we talking to uh beers and beers is just gunning down people that with machine gun
1: (laughs) I didn't see that. I saw like a nine-second animation that someone made. I uh, like could like, like a like they actually like, drew it.
0: Yeah, so. if that was near the top, that would have been it. It's like a weisen. Oh, that wasn't I saw from
1: you. I saw it from someone else. Okay, but yeah.
0: But Let's yeah, see. I've been doing that playing Fortnite. And then I told you oh, yeah, on I, I told yeah. you on your uh, on your stream I've been playing Fortnite. <laughs> Before the event came out, and then everyone else in your chat's like, "Yeah, Fortnite's pretty good. Just don't do build mode." <laughs> yeah, so, you,
1: you said you said you got you said you won your very first match, and you're like got like nine kills or something.
0: Yeah, I was playing duels with Rob, and nice. we we won our first match.
1: How did that work out? How how did you get?
0: How did we luck? I guess I don't know. Maybe we we're just up against a bunch of bunch of bots. I don't know how much because hmm. oh, they've got awesome bots. Game? yeah there's bots in the game like npcs that walk around but i don't know how many or how it works if there are bot players or not i do not know for sure interesting (laughs) so but yeah i've been as i said it shouldn't be surprising but it is fun and very solid game it's just i think the more the more fun of it for me is seeing is seeing uh Licensed characters run around with guns that shouldn't have guns and gun each other down. It's funny when I'm running around, I'm like, beers is in the top of this building. Go we'll shoot him down." <laughs> I'll get what well, We should try and flank him.
1: I mean, uh, how do they explain dra- any Dragon Ball character? That's oh, well, maybe not Bulma, but how do you explain the rest, like being affected by bullets?
0: Yes, because go- bullets don't affect Goku. They bounce off him, even when he was a small child.
1: Yes, I <laughs> remember Raditz when he comes to Earth. Sh- Farmer with a shotgun. Yeah, but and they've they've like X like I, millions and millions of times their power level has increased, so like it makes no <laughs> sense. Goku and the rest should never be eliminated by guns. The only way they should be eliminated is the Kamehameha wave, right?
0: Yeah, I assume that maybe this is some kind of well, obviously it's some kind of game, so they. I would just assume by now it's just some fucking... It's what it is. It's just a virtual video game. I would not in any way take this as reality for Goku. It's not real Goku running in there and what, gunning people down.
1: You're telling me this is not the real Goku?
0: <laughs> no, it is not a real Goku. If you, you couldn't tell.
1: <laughs> I could not tell, actually.
0: But yeah, it's think of it as more closer to what they do in Ready Player One. <laughs> Okay. Where they're just Avatar skins and it is not to be mm-hmm. taken literally. Goku does not actually have a gun. <laughs> he is not actually shooting people down. Quick question.
1: I know Batman's in the game. Is Superman in mm-hmm. the game? Oh, yeah. Superman's in. Oh, God. So I played a match in. with Supes. So we can <laughs> actually get the answer to the question, Goku versus Superman.
0: Yes, we could. <laughs> but I think that would boil down to not the power levels, but uh, who has the golden guns? But officially, like like,
1: like, in real life, I think this is the first opportunity that they've ever shared the same media, right? I can't think of anything else. Like other fan than, drawings other count,
0: than fan obviously. stuff, yeah. This is, I guess, official. Big air quotes on that. <laughs> this is how we'll do the ultimate showdown.
1: Yes, the <laughs> ultimate destiny.
0: Although I don't think my, Mr. Rogers is in the game yet. Who? Mr. Rogers. He was oh, Mr. Rogers. I, he, 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 I, it's been years since I saw it. Yeah, Mr. Rogers won the ultimate showdown. Oh, huh. he's the one who okay. stood on top of all the bodies and proclaimed yes. himself as champion.
1: <laughs> Mr. Dress Up should have beat Mr. Rogers.
0: Was Mr. Dress Up a, a Canadian thing only, or was that yes. also American?
1: No, no, okay, so it was he was he was from America, but yeah. It's a Kane-only show. Okay, But yeah, it I, was like a much, much better version of Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is boring as hell. As a kid, I couldn't watch it. Mr. Dress-Up was fun. As oh, fuck. I
0: watched Mr. Dress-Up all the time. I never, yeah. I didn't really watch because probably because it was an American show. So whether or not we got it on TV here, right? Or mm-hmm. at what times. But I never watched uh, Rogers. He was Mr. Dress-Up, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rogers is super fucking boring. It's like half the time you're just watching him tie his shoelace will you be my neighbor it's like that's that's literally like half the show just him changing his shoes or clothes it's like or talking about boring stuff and he has a very monotone voice yeah mr Dressup actually tried to make things very exciting and he'd do different variety of things
0: but it is interesting to look into mr rogers and what he was trying to do for like tv and stuff like that and public broadcast i I know that has something to the show but like I watched a documentary or whatever about him and what he was doing behind the scenes. I'm like, wow, this guy was actually straight up, like, really cool. Like, what he was trying to do.
1: (laughs) Are you talking about that Rogers movie that came out recently?
0: Was there a movie? Because I didn't watch no movie. There was was a documentary about him that wasn't a movie, but if there was a movie, yeah, it probably went into the stuff he was trying to do.
1: I have no idea what stuff he was trying to do.
0: Like, he was 100%, you know, for, like, like public broadcasting and stuff like that and all the things he was doing on the show is things that he believed like you know other things Uh, you'd have to look it up I don't remember all the things but you know the way he uh, showed himself on the show is cut from what I understand is the way he was trying to be in real life you know in business and um, and in real life or outside of the show whatever But yeah that's been it for me. What about you? I've seen that you were playing a bunch of Final Fantasy V. Yeah, no, so, five.
1: Yes. Yeah, five. five. Sorry, so, I was
0: like trying to remember the number. Yes.
1: Yeah. On Friday, I completed uh, FNAF Help Wanted, so that's done. So that's seven games beat on the FNAF list. There's only two left, which is um, Security Breach, the newest one, but that's Security coming out on the rest Breach. of the consoles. That's the one where you get inside the, the Mechanical Freddy suit and he's, oh, like, your bell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I've, I haven't played that yet. Um, I have it on Steam, but they said they're going to come out on it. For, uh, it's going to come out on on Switch and Xbox pretty soon, so I'll probably pick it up on there. Mm. Um, Because it launched on PC, then came on PlayStation. One-year exclusivity deal, and now that's about to end. Mm. And they... So I'm, I I am I'm gonna have my pre-order for one of the versions because they're coming out with actual collector's editions this time. So Ooh, nice, yeah. Through I'll, I'll look into like how much official
0: or through like uh, what are those? It uh... was
1: it was announced already, but no details have been given by the company who already brought up the PlayStation version, but they are going to bring out the other two consoles. So, so it's
0: one of those, I don't remember the name of the small. Yeah, companies. limited run sort of thing. That's except it, Yeah.
1: It's it's not it's not through limited run. It's like through their own distributor. But yes, mm, I'm, okay. so I'm, I'm thinking about it. I, I want to see the price and what exactly is included. Mm-hmm, Any, anywho, so I, I did that on Sunday. Sorry, Friday I meant to say su- Friday. On Sunday I did the second half of. You are there for.
0: Uh, uh, Changes of
1: Paradise, Fall, Fancy yeah. Origins. I finally beat the Warrior of Light. Jesus Christ, that was a tough fight. It's such a phase one is easy enough. I learned it quick enough. Phase two, as you know, and I was bitching about this all stream as you. You can probably attest to. Yeah, I
0: I was gonna leave a few times, and then I seen you get to halfway. I'm like, well, I'm gonna sit here and try and you know root you on to to get past it all. So.
1: Yeah. So um, the, the um, what's it called? The like the hints that they tell you mm. is like, okay, you know how most enemies have an attack you can absorb and put it and you know, throw it back at them. His has this very special property in that it removes buffs. So if you have buffs and you don't, like, uh, absorb it properly, then you will lose whatever buffs you have, like regen, haste, whatever. It's, it gets knocked off immediately. But then you can use it against him because he puts up in phase one, like, a protective shell around himself. That makes it so he, you can't stun him. Mm. You can't. So use this attack, and hey, the buff goes away on him, and you can stun him. That's fine. That's easy. Phase two, he literally has a perma version of this buff. It doesn't matter if you hit him with the spell or not. Like, he still, ha- he still attains the buff. So you have to hit him very specifically. It took me so long to figure out because I could not figure out the mechanics. It's it's a very, like... This game has never had a mechanic where it's, like, super obscure, but this one did. Like, this DLC did. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, hit him... With the, you have to wait until you absorb it because, like, I've tried to hitting him so many times. And not only does he does he not get stunned, but he counterattacks with one of two moves. And one of the, the moves leads into another move that he mm-hmm. can do two variations of. So one of the moves, he just, like... Kind of like just tries to thrust you right away, which fine, you can dodge. Like, the other is called, like Yeah, it's called like Shield of Light. Like he literally takes no damage. Shield of Light will like blit like put like a paladin shield in front of him, literally a wall of light. And then he'll do one one of counterattack. So he'll like do a very wide arc right like this. Mm. He has he has some recovery time. If you if you barely dodge it and tap him, then you can stun him. But that's it's like you're you're relying on him not to do the second version of it, which is random. The second version is like he has a short delay. So if you're already dodging from the, the arc, you're already screwed. Because you can't dodge the follow-up attack that he was going to do. So it's, it's like, if you hit him and you just shield the light, does he do A or does he do B? If he does A, you have to dodge right away. But if you dodge right away, you're screwed if he does B, essentially. So for B, he sends out one of those shockwaves. It's like the red attack. You can't, you can't block or parry or absorb it. You have to dodge it. That's what the red attacks mean in that game. So mm. anyways, I, I found out you have to absorb his purple attack throwback at him specifically because sometimes he he likes to circle around you kind of like you know you guys are just like circling each other yeah sometimes he'll like just run you have to hit him with his own attack when he's running and like about not even half the time then he'll get stunned and if you continue on if you really quickly go up to him and hit him he'll continue to get stunned i don't know why it works that way because the buff is permanent it doesn't knock it off of him but it works in that one spot. I tried every other spot, so it's kind of bullshit. But we got him down after four and a half hours. I was a little.
0: Ouch. I was four not expecting hours. it
1: to take that. I was not expecting that boss to take that long. No boss in that game caused me as much difficulty as Bahamut in that DLC and as the Warrior of Light in that DLC, honestly. Those were two really difficult bosses. It didn't help that this DLC has another difficulty mode. So, like Chaos Difficulty, which is the fourth hardest one, unlocks after you beat the main game. Bahama difficulty is the difficulty beyond that even. And this is only post-game DLC. You can't really do much with it without being the post-game. So, yeah, you have to, like, it was not a good DLC. Like, the, the boss fights were fine, but everything else about the DLC I didn't really like too much, to be honest. I, I, I hope the next two are going to be better than this. Hopefully they're, like, more, like, you know, like, storyline DLC. Well, I guess this is technically storyline DLC. Yeah, mm. I'm not trying to spoil the the game for you, Chris, because I know you said you had you expressed interest to play through it eventually. Yeah, but possibly. This game, <laughs> this game, it's it, it's not really too much of a spoiler, but like I was like throughout the whole campaign, you kind of know this game kind of goes through the Fall Fancy story, like more or less, mm. not in the correct order, but I was like, "Where's Bahamut?" So this game explains that he was a god and he came kind of like the strangers that he came to this land, and it's actually the strangers that convinced Bahamut to give the warriors of Light the boon, like that like the class upgrade boon that was jack's idea to make them even stronger so he could defeat them and Let's like see kind of like so we find out that Bahama was like "Ooh, so you mean to tell me you want to give a boon to your enemies
0: so very well why does Bahama want rat tails is it just the so, challenge to prove that they are strong enough <laughs> is that would that be the reason why
1: <laughs> um so he explains this in this game, but it's also he explains it in the, in any of the original games he says the rat tail is is not actually a rat tail; it's just like the every time someone collects the item that's called the item like let like, like the proof that's what's called the proof because he wants proof of courage mm. every time someone collects the proof, it takes up a new form, yeah, okay. and this time it just so happened to take up the form of a rat tail oh, it, it was a random thing, I think had nothing to do with anything. Okay. I was so, just
0: wondering if it's just proof or for some reason he needed the rat tail or whatever. So Yeah. That's why so, I was wondering if they ever explained that, but proof of that you're worthy is good enough. It's pretty much so, what it is in the game, so yeah, I just wanted to know.
1: The game in general doesn't do a good job of explaining things, even if you read all the tutorials. This DLC, holy shit, does a double down on that. They explain things to you in the tutorial i'm like i don't know what the fuck you're trying to tell me i had to, to still like you know fumble my way through and try mm-hmm. to figure out so i eventually found out not on, not on the stream that it happened but on the stream like ne- like the after it happens like the stream on sunday that um every class now has two different like you know how like you can level up from one to 30 with a skill tree and then it goes beyond 30 if you unlock like the potential like level 50 level 70 level 99 has like master points hmm. there's another system now in that you can choose like the ultima skill tree for each class or what was the other one um it was ultima and something else but this is called it's not holy but this is called holy because i don't remember the name so each class is now can be subdivided into two other classes and they gain ability but you can't do both at the same time so for example sage which is basically in this game sage is master of white and black magic but they can't cast the most powerful white or black magic so, so, they, they can't choose? Cast, Yeah, they can't cast Holy or Arise. You can't cast like a meteor or anything that's not like an elemental spell. You can only mm. cast like, you know, fire, wind, earth, water, you know, that sort of thing. But now you can choose, for example, Sage. Okay, so the one is called the Path of Minwu. Now you, you know who that is. too. Yeah. So, now as a Sage, you know Arise, which is actually very useful because of your party members. Or if you go the other way, learn meteor 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 (laughs) is good it's better than ultima but it decreases your max mp every time you use it which Mm. is really not many spells do that but the ones that do it's like you have to be sure you're going to kill the boss because you lose access to your max mp not just regular mp max mp yeah right so i'm like oof. i'll just go and pass that debuff
0: only there for the rest of the fight and then your mp's recharge chapter
1: it's, it's no, it's not a debuff, it's permanent. Oh, you have to, you have to get so you, every time you start a level, doesn't matter, you have two MP. You can go up six max, okay. but to earn it, you, you have to defeat. And you know how, like, you can like execute enemies when you've seen like Jack yeah. grab a bat and like smash it. That's how you get max MP. That's one way. The other is, you know, you can like block or parry. Mm. Instead of doing that, you hit the absorb button. The same button used to absorb enemy skills if you timed that it's a lot it's a lot more riskier to do it that way but number one you can stun enemies which is what i did on the warrior of lights on phase one and then number two you actually get a little bit max mp every time you do it so it, it's definitely worth using the absorb you just have to be very oh, yeah. sure of yourself you're actually going to do it because blocking you can just block whatever but, so as long as your is... stamina bar or break gauge is like full you're fine yeah. guaranteed but there
0: right? is a way to get back max but you just have to grind for to do it
1: you have to essentially grind yeah. for it in the same fight again so mm. it, it's yeah you can cast meteor but you're really gonna fucking pay the yeah, price it's like yeah and you only have five potions and every time one of your party members go down it takes a potion to get them up And the only other way is the white mage spell mm. to get them up so i'm like i can't overlook the fact that i can use all my potions on myself guaranteed yeah. as long as i can get an arise or raise up yeah you have to if worry journey.
0: about that if you're in a multi-character fight but against the warrior of light it's all
1: yeah. all on you so <laughs> the warrior of light for whatever reason well i guess it makes sense because of the story which i won't yeah, for yeah. You, but it's a one-on-one fight so you don't have your companions
0: yeah yeah i've seen so, i've seen that and i was like if, for a trial it makes sense but in terms of the story like for the actual ff1 story like where the other companions go i assume that they maybe mention that but i'll see about that at some I point will... maybe.
1: I really want to, I would love to tell you, but I'm not going to, but man, I can't wait to s- discuss it with you. Cause it's actually, as I said, the the plot of the base game was complete bullshit until the last two missions. Yeah. As that's you said. that's no, all no. the good stuff happens. And I can't wait to talk to you because it all makes sense. It all, it finally makes sense. It makes the whole place. Take galaxy
0: brain. Oh my God. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. But I will say one thing that I wish I knew from the very get go is that whenever, you know, the loading screens, they have a little bit of text like, hey, mm. you're going to Dimension 6, and they talk about a little bit about this dimension. So every time they talk about Dimension, they're talking about a different Fall Fancy game, and the number is associated with the game. So if they talk about Dimension 10, they're talking about Fall Fancy 10 in the universe. Okay. I did not know that off the bat. I thought, I'm just reading this tooltip on the first level. Okay, they're talking about Dimension 1. Okay, cool. Dimension 5 is next. Okay. I thought it was just random gibberish, but they're actually talking about the other Fall Fancy games. So I wish I knew that before going into it, because then I would actually understand what they're talking about. Because as soon as I realized that, it was a little bit too late. It was, like, towards, like, the end of the game. Because Dimension 6, you're on the floating continent. Hmm. The, the three god I statues. See.
0: Right, because a lot of the I'm time like... you're going through these dimensions <laughs> or whatever, right? And you're thinking, oh, well, this is just the trials from FF1. You know, we go here, we do this, and then we end up in some mechanical st- structure. That's FF1, right? And a lot of that stuff, you're like, oh, this looks... Okay, then when you realize it's supposed to be based off of this game, like, oh, okay, this is this is going in a different direction. I did not think we would be jumping to different crystals or worlds or whatever you want to call it, right? Or whatever it is that in the story they explain it, right? So, so Even, like, why yeah. did you end up on the floating continent? Is that actually part of the plot? I assume yes. Um, you have to say why. Visit- yeah.
1: The, all the locations you visit, except for like the ones in your own universe, it's just like random. Okay, it's, so it's it. There's no significance. If okay, anything is go. just an Easter egg. Like they have to pick. If anything, a it's like a, each game. Right? Like
0: maybe it's an Easter egg, or if they want to say in terms of the game, it's some t- form of crystal corruption, and you're viewing an uh, a segment of this world, but you're not actually there or whatever. If they for want example, to write it in,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll use Final Fantasy VII because most people. Not, not us, but most people will, like, be most familiar with that game, mm. or most Final Fantasy games. So Dimension 7, this is not a spoiler, by the way. Dimension 7, they talk about you are in an underwater research lab, which you are, mm. but then the more you explore they're like, oh. And then you listen to the music in the background, and it's like, oh, it's, it's like the whole... So it's like, oh, this is like the friggin' Mako reactor music that yeah. the start of the game. And then you look at your surroundings you're like, yes, this is like an underwater research facility, but like, oh, it's kind of reminiscent of like the Mako reactor layout as well. If you really look into it, we're like, oh, that's pretty clever, actually. So there's stuff like that. Like mm. each level is its own Easter egg in its own right, because you have the background music. Because I remember saying on the stream before I, re- before I made this connection for myself, I was like, for, for the Dimension 13, I'm like, man, this really sounds like the Grand Pulse music. And once you get off a cocoon and go into Pulse, I'm like, it's so familiar to me. It's, it's, it's strange. It's so similar. I remember saying that I'm like, I can put the connection together at the time. but like, now I know. So yeah, every music and like the flowing continent music is like, dun, 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 dun. and then it's like, dun, 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 dun. you know, that, 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 mm. flowing continent music, you know, I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. And then you see the God statues are like, oh my God. So. You know, they're not actually the god statues because like spoiler, like they're on they're on like really small islands. You have to, to, to like destroy the statue to, to kill the island off. Then, yeah, like, but references so it's, not, it's, a reference. it's, it's, it's not really that's what I mean. It's 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 Easter eggs. That's yeah. that's all they are at the end of the day.
0: Right? They're there to add in stuff from the other games, but you know, you did say that it's kind of random or just parts of the level, it's not the entire level or whatever. Yeah. I'll have to check that out now knowing that when I go in it might make it a little bit more enjoyable for certain games so look out for certain easter eggs
1: yeah there's a lot of easter eggs in that game so yeah I finally beat the, that DLC I got all the achievements I got the last couple offline just because uh, there the, one of the last achievements is to beat a mission and like I, I got when I beat the Warrior of Lights there was a little uh, thing that came up in the game that said congratulations for being the DLC we are hard at work on the next DLC that's due out in, in, in fall 2022. I'm like, oh, so I guess that's it. But then like I look at the achievements. I'm like, I'm missing a couple of achievements. One of them is to to do this one mission that just opened up. And apparently I have to defeat all four Chaos Fiends and then Chaos himself yeah. all on the same life bar, essentially. So I'm like, uh, I think I'll just like do that off stream <laughs> because usually I play the game on the harder difficulty. But this yeah. one, I'm like, you know what? I don't really feel like doing this for like a couple of weeks straight because one of the boss fights would cause me difficulty. You had to do all five of them. Like, if you could heal, not not even save. If you could like get your potions back, get your mana and HP back between fights, fine. That's actually doable. This mm-hmm. means you have to play them perfectly. But if you like make one single mistake, that's it. It's it's like nah, whatever. I'll just get the achievement and be done with it. Like as far as I'm concerned, the game was like they didn't even said, hey, this mission is really fucking difficult. Okay, didn't say like fucking, but like okay, like, hey, this mission is really difficult. It's made to like tidy over until the next DLC comes out. Yeah. So I'm like, this is like unfair difficulty, because you have to play on the Bahama difficulty. <laughs> all, all, these, all these missions you have to play on the Bahama difficulty. Yeah. And I'm I'm already at like max eye level. So I it was not getting any easier. So I'm like, screw it. I'll just like do this off stream, which I did. So as far as I'm concerned, that's done though. We got all the achievements in there, and then yeah, and then as you mentioned, I was playing through Final Fantasy V. I streamed uh, last couple of days was Final Fantasy V. We are making really good progress. Um, not quite in the end game yet, but we're working our way to there. Um, so much like Final Fantasy VI, once you get like the airship in the last part of the game, you can like go straight to the final dungeon if you want to. But the mm-hmm. game point out several times, hey, you guys are not powerful enough to do this yet. You need to power yourselves up and get the legendary weapons. So every time you get a tablet, you get three of the 12 legendary weapons, and you can pick and choose which ones. So I got three of them. I'm about to get the next three, then the next dungeon I do. Um, next stream, I'm going to quickly learn Mighty Guard, which is one of the, like, one or two blue magics I'm still missing because I need the airship to get it because it's on the ocean. From it's, it's, it's like, from a manta ray or something. I looked into it. So I'm going to learn Mighty Guard. This is going to be awesome because you when you cast Protect and Shell in this game, it's not multi-targetable. It's per character. Mm. So yeah, that stinks. Being able to do haste <laughs> on everyone with one cast, and then the next turn I do one guard that's going to be a fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. I yeah, never so... use, like,
0: shell and protect unless they do multi yeah. people at some point because you don't want to... By the time you cast on all your party members, in some games it wears off, so you have to recast it again. So that's all your white mage is doing is casting guard <laughs> or your paladin or whoever it is that has an ability, right? So... <laughs>
1: yeah I usually cast it on the scripture characters if I do cast it during a boss mm. fight, like on a white mage I think that's a smart thing to do if I know this, this boss is a lot of physical damage yep, yeah, yeah she's getting it like that you makes
0: know. that makes more sense and definitely put on your mm. white mage because she's the one that's gonna keep your party alive so yeah. she needs it <laughs>
1: and my really powerful combo is complete on Barts so um he so he he mastered quite a few jobs, so ninja lets him do a wheel passively I don't need to waste a slow on that so a weapon in each hand. I maxed Ranger as well, and people are like, why why do you max Ranger? Well, his last ability, before he gets maxed out, is called Rapped Fire. So it lets you attack literally four times with one command. One, two, three, four. Kind of like the uh, Genji glove offering. No, I think Genji Glove was only a weapon in each hand, wasn't it? In Final Fantasy VI? Yeah, and that was offering... weapon in each hand. Well, was... offering was attack four times.
0: I, I used believe. to I put that in Genji Glove on Sabin, so he yeah, just went like a beast on enemies.
1: <laughs> You go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Of course, I, I, we all did that. But yeah, in Final Fantasy V, it's actually a command. So now he has that. Uh, added on to the fact that I am almost done mastering Mystic Knight, which is the class that, like, you spend a turn casting a black magic on your sword, and then the sword gains the properties. So, yeah, he's, there was, like, a mechanical boss in this last dungeon. It was, like, a 30-floor dungeon I did. Uh... Basically, I told Barts to put Bundigo on his sword. He did. and The next turn, I rapt fired. So he, he doesn't even have the ninja's dual wielding for, for his current setup, just those other two abilities. One, two, three, four. And the boss mm. is almost dead from that one attack. So it's a really powerful combination. It's going to. I don't want to call it cheese because it's not. I took the time to master all these jobs. No, right? they they put but... that stuff
0: in the game knowing what kind of broken stuff people could come up with and
1: mm-hmm.
0: people come up with other combinations, but they knew what they're doing when they made the game. <laughs> it's just you know, that's why they make like the ultimate weapon kind of bosses to try and challenge you for those broken yeah. builds. <laughs> if there are some of those super weapons in this game. I think there's at least one, right?
1: Uh there's two. There's two? Omega weapon and there's Shinryu. Right, right, dragon.
0: Right. I couldn't remember yeah. which there, one's There's an achievement
1: for each one, yeah. Shinryu is going to be a bitch. Omega's going to be fucking easy. Parts <laughs> could probably solo him at this point, but um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so we're making good progress. Um, so you're
0: just getting ready spoilers. for the end game, or you yeah, are minor, in the end game,
1: <laughs> not quite. I mean, we're not in the last dungeon yet. Minor no, spoilers, but you're getting ready uh,
0: for, for the end dungeon, so you're yes. in end game territory. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, so I did most of the stuff on the third world that we have access to right now, except for a couple dungeons. Mm. One of them is gonna give me a tablet and then the next is gonna transform I, I don't know, like I forget how you get the how you get the submarine back, but we do this dungeon, it's so a one-shot dungeon, and you get the... I think the submarine gets incorporated into the airship so you can go underwater again in the third world. Because in the first world you got the airship, in the second world we got the submarine. In the third world which combined them, we got the airship back. I don't know where the frig the submarine is we got Boko the chocobo back we got a black chocobo yeah. we got we got a windrake who can ride on we got the airship but i don't know where the hell the submarine went. where did you That's park it last <laughs> yeah right i know where i parked it but it's not on the same
0: spot. this isn't where i parked my submarine exactly
1: <laughs> when they when, when the worlds overlap on each other i'm like oh they got like destroyed or something but yeah you
0: think unless if there was the uh we got that area got replaced by land, it should be where it last was, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what you'd think, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess, so, um, in Strangers of Paradise, so do your characters get special abilities for their classes? Yes, so each class has what does has monk get?
1: Ability, so there's pugilists and then there's monk. I don't remember to be honest, I max those up pretty quickly. So, th-
0: so you what you're telling me is there's no suplex and no aura bolt no so i can't tell me how have my way through the levels no unfortunately, <laughs> or suplex my way to godhood
1: <laughs> i i know the pugilist let's actually look it up because you got me curious now um Changes <laughs> of paradise uh pugilists i i want to see what they get actually because like they all have a unique ability you can put like uh the special ability button is the same on every character obviously yeah. but um yeah so what do they get what do they get uh this website sucks it doesn't say anything
0: like their passive probably unless they changed it i would think it would be like unarmored and they get a strength buff possibly but what else would they get you know usually mm-hmm. um, melee attack and monk is chakra Like self-heal, so like mantra or whatever they call it in FF6?
1: Do they have mantra in this game? I don't I, I didn't I maxed them out pretty quickly, honestly. So I, I that's why they're not really a, not
0: <laughs> And you're them. not a big char- person for like running monk. he will run different characters of <laughs> unlike me
1: well moncos are actually really fun because you felt you felt very agile like boo, 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 and yeah then, like, go on the other side boo, 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 boo. like it was actually really fun plus well yeah you know, but yeah
0: for you you'll back those up fast whatever and then move on to the class that you're actually gonna stick with for a long time right yeah so but the
1: whole reason I didn't do that um sooner was because one of your two starting companions starts at the starts as a pugilist and eventually can become like, a monk themselves so I'm like yeah well, i understand I don't, you I don't, don't want to like, double up <laughs> i don't want to like double dip right <laughs> yeah so let me like actually um
0: oh i was just wondering because yeah i didn't see any gifts or anything like that of jack suplexing people so i'm like well i don't think suplex is in the game <laughs>
1: unfortunately no i can i can report it's not it's not in the game
0: and they so how come squares cowards are putting suplex back in the game okay I found
1: it uh it's called so this is a pugilist explosive fist deliver a weightly striking blow hold the ability to continue the assault slowly increasing the number of attacks made no. exactly
0: it's, just it's basically it's,
1: it's, it's that's that meme that's pretty much you're not wrong uh let me see what the monk is really quick and then because now i'm curious because like you would think the the lesser uh, the class would carry on with that special abilities, but no. That's yeah, not the or way make it be. better
0: or something like that, right?
1: It's not the way. Sometimes the, Maybe they'll, the things are entirely different.
0: Like, they might change it to, like, an Eight Palm Strike or something like that, or whatever, right?
1: <laughs> okay, now, let me just go back. I can't find it. Uh, Strangers of Paradise.
0: Yeah, I just thought, oh. you know, different class will have different abilities, and I never looked into any of them, so... And since monk's my favorite and i yeah. never asked you off off stream
1: oh shit. you're right monk uh has focus hold ability to recover hp and refill your break gauge at the cost of mp in addition sustaining this ability long enough will also grant you a temporary increase in the amount of break damage dealt to enemies that's hmm. like the uh in dark souls break damage kind of translates into the
0: uh the this is stagger
1: like yeah, yeah, you know, like in Sekiro, you have that yellow gauge. It's the same thing, pretty much.
0: Yeah, like so, you knock the enemy off balance and they go in for the counter or yeah. double damage. Well,
1: on a regular enemy, if you get them, <laughs> if you break their, uh, if you break their break gauge, you you can just execute them immediately. On well, a yeah, boss, yeah, you kill them or push them to the next phase.
0: Like okay, yeah. So yeah,
1: it's, so you essentially kill them.
0: Yeah, I getcha. Yeah, just wondering. Which abilities they would put in, because they change them on different games, you know, what monks can do and such. Sometimes they're more ninja-like, sometimes they're more holy-like, right? Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. Depends on the game.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. But let's see. So that's why I did. So yeah, I've been trying to, because... um. Oh, by the way, the, the reason why I'm pushing FF5 so hard this week is because today's Wednesday. So next Wednesday, um... The next morning is my flight out on my vacation. So I should be able to do the podcast. But then I come back on the Wednesday. So I, I won't be able to do that podcast. So I'm trying, I'm not, I'm not rushing it. I'm still taking my time. I'm not changing anything, but I'm trying to get FF5 done before I go on vacation. So mm. when I come back, I can focus on FF7 remake, which I am really, really wanting to play. Because as you know, Chris, I've been waiting for this game to come out on not Steam, sorry, not Epic and not PlayStation free quite a while now yeah. so i'm really anxious to play this uh that's gonna be a lot of fun uh yeah so i really want to play through that and stream it because actually i had one of my buddies buy the game for me so i'm kind of obliged to stream it now so yeah i was not planning on buying it but they bought it for me a full price well, like the not, day it came out so. after
0: you've done that you'll have to play uh first soldier and <laughs> get the story of that
1: oh god <laughs> Isn't that like the the battle royale one? Yeah, or think, it's the battle royale. Oh. There better not be story in that. I'll, uh, I'll be
0: pissed. We we haven't played FF Seven Remake. I've been I have solely said I will not. I personally will not play it till it's one hundred percent complete. I already know what happens in. it. I've watched streams of the game. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the Eufy DLC yet, but I'm not afraid to have, have that spoiled because it's different from actually playing the game. Because then I can. Right screw around and fart around with everything in like I do in games anyway. But, you know, I'm waiting personally until it's 100% complete. And you were like, yeah, but no, like, it depends on you. So, and I since, mean, since you were, since you were gifted it, you're like, well, now I'm definitely going to play it now. Exactly. So, exactly.
1: <laughs> I was like, let me put it on my Steam wish list. The yeah. The day you were it. kind and of then, on I've the been... same
0: thing as me, but also not, you're not as, as uh what he calls steadfast and i'm waiting till it's 100 percent complete whereas if i was to buy it cheap or gifted to me whatever right i'd still wait till it's complete because i'm waiting i want the complete story to go all at once
1: <laughs> for me i know what's going to happen i'm yeah actually, i already looked into the no sorry not for the plot i mean for myself i know what's going to happen for myself i know there's a hard mode and you have to beat it for one of the achievements, but you mm. can't start the game in hard mode. So I'm going to play the game normally once, and then I'm going well, to Well, go you could like...
0: download someone's save file. No. And then just start no. the game on hard mode.
1: No, no. no. That's all right. Uh, I'm going to play through the game <laughs> once, and then I'll take a little bit of a break, and I'll come back to it at some point, like within this year, of course. But I just don't want to do, like, normal playthroughs and hard playthrough right away on stream. I'm going to, like,
0: put a you game or two to... in between yeah, that. Yeah, put a break. In between yeah
1: yeah so i think that's a smart thing to do um but yeah i'm still looking forward to it and then mm-hmm. uh I'm, I'm i don't know what the game next final fantasy game i'll play is after that i'm either going to play seven because i'm you know playing seven remake or i'm going to go back i think this is what i'm leaning towards and play 10 because i did start that on stream but as we all know chris 10-2 is a bitch 100 percent in a single playthrough it's much easier if you do new game plus but a lot of guides are wrong, and okay, I don't know if you remember this, Chris. This is back mm-hmm. when uh, I, uh, I don't think we, I don't think we were roommates at the time. I think we were just like across the hall from each other. Um, do you remember going in, in Saskatoon to? I, I forget the name of the mall, but we we I I drove us to the mall, and then we picked up our brand new copies. Oh, that like ten two like for downtown. PlayStation two, <laughs> and then the guy. I remember how we were like good friends with that manager. I think his name is also Sean. He's like. Okay, well, there's like the the regular guide, or you can get the collector's edition of the official guide. And we're both like, yes, collectors. And he's like, okay, so for the collector's edition, there's three different front covers, and you don't know what you're gonna get. But for you guys, I'll let you pick. I'll we'll we'll, we'll kind of cut it open and see in which one you want to get. And I said I can pick. I was like, I know you're gonna get Riku, so yeah. I was like, well, let's just give me Yuna. I said, <laughs> you give me Yuna, and then you're like, Riku, 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 Riku. Yes,
0: Riku's know my she your favorite, favorite character oh. in FF10, yes. or for the female oh. characters, and yeah. Orin's the best male character.
1: Of course, Oren's the best Final Fantasy Ten character by far.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Like I think him and Kimari are like the most, but Riku's my favorite female. And She's the oh, only yes. one I care about.
1: So I'm gonna when I go and take this trip, I'm actually gonna go for a cousin's wedding. I'm gonna stay with my mom for a week because I haven't seen her for like before COVID times. Mm. I'm going to try and find my guide that she still has, because she has to still ship a bunch of my stuff. So, I'm going to bring, like, an empty suitcase. <laughs> Almost empty. Not You want to bring back only...
0: a few, some of your stuff. Yes. You can.
1: <laughs> That's going to be one of them, that guide. I'm going to use that guide to try and 100% on one playthrough. I know there's tricks you can do, like, when you choose between the two factions, if you do New Game Plus. Two fa-
0: oh, right, yeah. If you
1: choose the other faction, I think it's like... Shit, I figured the Basically,
0: isn't it religion and the new government?
1: It's like it's called the new something It's like the youth league the youth league and new Yevon. i think those are yeah new but, Yevon but new basically
0: league. it's if you wanted you know the government to take over if you want the religion to take over this is kind of how i look at it. religion or government you know whatever but that may not be quite it but yeah there's two factions competing in the one city for control of it i believe if i'm not mistaken right yeah but you so have to pick and choose which one you want to side with
1: you have to pick a side there's no neutrality yeah the, the game the game forces to pick one to progress so you pick one but the, there's small tricks here and there that's just one of them mm. so if you do new game plus and to make the other opposite choice it counts as an additional percent which is a huge thing
0: okay so you game. have to, to get 100 percent, you have to do two playthroughs and you have to no side no no no
1: no no, no, no. Sorry. Oh, sorry you don't have to you don't have to i'm just saying that's an alternate way oh it's possible to do a one playthrough oh, but this is I'd why see. this is remember final fantasy 10 was the first game i i streamed on twitch was it i was gonna I, yeah it was That's yeah the game I, don't, I started off on
0: yeah i don't remember
1: yeah i got affiliate really quickly because yeah i
0: I, I know you played. you were playing ff10 too so
1: i was playing ff2 after that of course because 100 marathon right i had to restart the game a couple times specifically because and then there's a website that you can upload your Final Fantasy X save file to. It's not just PC; you can do it on PlayStation or whatever as well. But you, anyways, you upload to the website, and the, and this will tell you exactly what you got and what you didn't get for the percentage. Hmm. So I knew that you can't skip dialogue. If you skip, if you skip any dialogue, it's impossible to get hundred percent. That's weird. So that's weird I'm that the they have a trigger
0: certain... there for, hundred percenting, linked to dialogue. Mm-hmm. Usually these yes. You'd think usually the checks for that would happen afterwards, right? Cutscene's done, all right, check. Not check during dialogue, you know, however it works, right? That's so, so weird.
1: I uploaded my save file, and I found out near the start of the game, when you're on the airship with Brother, I must have... This is this is the thing in the game. Like, sometimes you just press the button to like the open the menu or talk to someone. I must have pressed the button at the start of a cutscene or something and skipped Brother's first line of dialogue because mm. it said in a dialogue I, I skipped during a, during a cutscene. I'm like, what? I didn't <laughs> even know I, I... I must have, like, perfectly pressed it, because I didn't even know I skipped... Like, there was, like, no, like, he started talk. I didn't hear anything. There was, like, no subtitles at the bottom that, like, I barely saw before I pressed the button. There's nothing along those lines. I just... I'm like, fuck this. I need to restart the game now. So I did, and then something similar happened. I'm like, okay, you know what? That's kind of on me. I should have, like, been uploading my save file, like, every five minutes sort of thing. Not really, but you know what I mean. Like, be like really anal about it and just like upload my save file like every 30 minutes just did I get this? did I get this
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah if... doing that <laughs> so
1: so I can't blame the game entirely because I could have used this resource I had, but still it's still I was like, I'll get back to this eventually and unfortunately I never got back to it. so what I did recently was I went to my FF10 to save files, I deleted everything, so I'm not tempted to pick up and I'm gonna start again. so they've got the files are gone. I'm, I'm happy I made that choice. I'm just going to start again. So I think that's the game I'll play after 7 Remake. Intend to. Thank, thank you for coming for coming to my TED Talk. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I've been up to. Uh, what else have I been doing? Um, so people have been telling me Better Call Saul finally ended. I'm like, wow, I didn't even realize it was still going on. So that's like the spin-off of Breaking Bad, which I love Breaking Bad. I'm not sure if you've seen it, Chris, but I it's a really good it. show. But yeah, people are saying Better Call Saul just ended. I'm like, wow like that's crazy so i might get into that but uh i haven't really been watching too much i've been watching I, what's been popping up in my youtube channel was there's official power rangers like officially full episodes on there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh okay
0: yeah they that's interesting. do like streams a lot of the time going through the like american uh versions of the power rangers they also do upload like ep- episodes and stuff onto youtube
1: it makes me want to watch Super Sentai and just like see the difference, you know. Oh yeah, like, I think like,
0: I think Tokushatsu or whatever also do that on YouTube. I can't remember for sure, but yeah.
1: Because like there are some things I know like without even watching the other versions, like in the American versions, like let's call them Megazords. Okay, let's combine them right away. So without anything happening, I know in the Japanese version they're more like oh look the, like the Super Tooth Tiger is attacking with this like tail laser thing. Yeah, like they're all like individually. And I've seen scenes where like. That, like the like actually fights one on one with the monsters like just just the mm-hmm. Red Ranger by himself because I saw an episode where what's his name Griff Griffizor, whatever Goldar's real name is yeah Griffosaur uh, Goldar whatever Goldar and they just Gold yeah yeah okay they're like they trapped him in a net and then Dragonlord had to come and pull the net off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the Red this, I'm, this, like, uh, I'm like that's so
1: awesome. Why don't like, we get that?
0: Like, there's lots of s- scenes, you know, just like the American one where they combine right away because that makes sense. But there's also plenty of episodes where they fight individually for yeah. reasons. So,
1: <laughs> and it makes sense because it's like, think about it. It's like, why the hell would they have individual swords if if I'm not saying this is the case, but if all they were good for is is combining it together, why just why just, like why just not skip a step and start from the big guy? Because they're all combining anyway, so they're useless individually. No, they're not useless individually. That's no, what the it's... American version shows you. They can actually fight, but yeah. they combine together to increase their power into tank mode and the Megazord mode. It's like, okay. And apparently, I kind of looked into the wiki for this one, apparently Ultra Zord, like, me- like uh, Megazord, Zord, and uh, Titanus all combined together was originally the same being until they got split into three separate people or gods or something. Because like in... I know... Megazord's supposed to represent God or something, right? They like,
0: all are. I believe also Dragon I believe they are all gods, basically.
1: Yeah, because they call him Dragon Caesar. I'm like, that's a strange name for Dragon Zord. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, they're.
0: I, I believe they're all gods or represent, representations of God on our plane. Like because, yeah, so... <laughs> like
1: I thought it's like. Megazord specifically, not not the other two. I thought he's like one, once he's like combined and assembled, like God essentially takes over that like body. It's like a representation of God. I thought because they're like Power Sword in the original version or in the American version. And this version, well, now I forget what they say, but like Kami Sword, like God, so that's like it flies from that. It's like from God himself to yeah. himself. It, it's, it's strange, but yeah, that's like yeah. There's lots so of strange. scenes
0: in. In, in the show when they're talking to him and he's in the heavens kind of faded out yes. like god and it's just the completed megazord cuz so like he yeah, is god exactly he yeah. is a god in that in that specific power in universe so
1: yeah and then like the like witch bandora i i i am going to put you in this jar that was like literally megazord doing me.
0: that yeah probably, god I'm sealed serious. her away like,
1: like and apparently the the I, I forget the American name that the big flying giant skull in the, in the sky. Apparently, his Japanese name was Die Satan. I'm like, yep. okay, you can't really. It's God. Yeah, she she, she wants Satan. to
0: resurrect Satan, <laughs> and yeah.
1: she does. Yep. <laughs> but then in the American version, it's so funny. You have to watch the dub if you haven't recently. She's, you know, they you know, they, they double her voice. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's like, ah, oh, Jabba, Saga, da, da Like, I'm not even kidding. I saw this, like, today. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, she does an amazing job of making it work. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, it definitely works in the American version. But you could, you could tell it's dubbed, especially during that part. So it's kind of like... She's trying to, like, resurrect Satan in Power Rangers. And yeah. then they have to, like, make sure it's not too dark and it's too noticeable. That's, that's, that's what's actually going on. But, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it took... <laughs> They, they they defeat Satan once, and he runs away. And then he comes back for a second fight, and they actually kill him with, like, the Ultra Zord. And then just Megazords, like Rita or Witch Bandora, I, I banish you in this jar Go to outer space for some reason with the rest of your people. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. That's... I'm like, that's so different. That's what I'm talking about. I, I want to know this content, you know, and what happens in it. so well, Yeah, like,
0: uh, the thing I've told you before, like, as much as it is the same, it is also just as different in the different shows. <laughs> so like it is interesting to see what gets changed and what doesn't between them if, especially if you've seen the american one like i've seen so much of the super sentai that i want to watch all the american ones just to see how different they are so i've been watching th- here and there like i want to watch a uh, time ranger because my favorite ranger is in that one uh i guess it would be in quantum ranger in america but it's the um who is it uh time fire So, he's basically the American... or not American. The Our Times, like, Power Ranger they made. (laughs) To kind of, I guess, fight against the bad guys and be an alternate against the Power Rangers. But he's my favorite. And seeing the American version where he screams uh, Quantum Ranger, like, when he does his transformation, it's Quantum Ranger. Like, it's not the same as Time Fire. You're You're not Time Fire. You're not the same guy. But he's a... The guy who played him is a voice actor.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, kind of like uh, John, Johnny Johnny I, Young Bosch. Johnny Young Bosch wasn't he the Black Ranger?
1: He was the Black Ranger. He, he took over for Zach when they uh when when they left. Yeah. Or, what's his name? Emmanuel Ranger. Jones,
0: I think. Quantum Ranger actor. Uh,
1: no, Quantum Ranger isn't uh, him. I was talking, yeah, the Black Ranger. Was yeah, there. yeah, I know.
0: Yes, it is. Give me a second. Is this who it is? God, I hope I'm not misremembering. Mis- I might actually be misremembering. Or maybe I got the Quantum Ranger wrong. Anyway, it's, I have to look it up. When I find it out, I'll have to tell you who it was. But okay. yeah. It's uh it's weird seeing some of the Power Rangers are going, wait, there's a uh a really popular voice actor now who, who used to be a Power Ranger and yep. you know, stuff like that or
1: <laughs> Yeah, so I've been kind of getting a little nostalgia over that. Uh if I ever see the original Megazord toy, like like not like the first run, but like, you know, like the, the, the runs they've had since then, I probably will buy it. Like just if I random next time I'm at a con or like a random toy shop and I see that So I you're saying I shouldn't
0: link you the Megazord toys that are on Big Bad Toy Store
1: well I don't know what Big Bad Toy Store is so it's it's,
0: it's a big online toy store okay
1: depends can, on the price too I'm not going to pay $200 for it you know
0: then maybe I should show you the Power Ranger toys from, from well it there. shouldn't
1: cost like back in the day it was expensive but not $200 expensive you know
0: yeah so. but, but toys are expensive <laughs> I, I buy lots of expensive toys I think Megazord could be expensive Yes, guess it depends on which version of Megazord two you get. As well. Again,
1: I'm not after like the first run. That that costs like thousand. No, but
0: of you want one where, the... where they're all separate, right? Yeah, so you can combine them. Like,
1: yes, because that's the toys I used to have. If you remember Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, I had all the toys for that. Servo was just like an action figure, but then you had like the three guys combining into like the like the robot, which could like become his armor. Mm. But then you had like the 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 T Rex and the and the and the. Big airplane that combined together to form like another robot, or again they could like do another configuration and
0: break All apart. And become armor. Yeah. I
1: love that so much because I and I had I had the Power Ranger. I begged my dad and back in the day for the for the Megazord, and he was like, no, no, no. And he eventually said, okay, because he, you earned it. He's like, here you go, son. I'm like, I was so excited, and then it was it was the Megazord from the from the third season, <laughs> the one the one the one with the dragon.
0: Oh, that one's cool. It's
1: cool. I'm not denying. But well, you wanted I, I, the original. <laughs> I wanted the original, so I still don't have the original. So <laughs> you can see why, where I'm coming from now. I I am owed that Megazord. I earned it, but my dad didn't know any better. I'm like, I don't want to see him grateful to him, so I will not say anything because I was I'm afraid. I was afraid he's going to take it and like return it and just not give me anything. That was legitimately what I was afraid of. So I'm like, I'll just be happy with what I have. So, but I I want the Megazord now. <laughs> <laughs> i'm in the position of life where i can say i want the megazord so i want i want it so anyways that's what i've been up to more or less yeah that's that's about it for me so wow we've been talking a lot yeah I we've ever talked in the first half of the podcast this long
0: before well when we get onto certain subjects we just keep going so yes we'll go through a few news stories uh we may not go through all of them or we such but we do have a few here. One is just a big news story that's been ongoing. Mm -hmm. So that's probably a little bit more i guess important, but if you want to call it that. We want to jump into into that, the whole debacle.
1: Yeah, I'm not even sure where I should start honestly. Um so we already talked about a couple weeks or last couple weeks, um the whole you know, we all know Xbox or sorry, Microsoft is trying to acquire Activision Blizzard, mm-hmm. and yeah, so um, reports have come out because you know they have to kind of not just in the U.S. but in other countries. I think I don't remember where this came from. Oh, it was Brazil. Brazil's yeah, Brazil. Administrative Council of Economic Defense. I don't know why they they're talking about defense when it comes to this sort of thing, but whatever. Um, you know, they're an official uh regulatory body in Brazil apparently, and yeah, so. Sony has been raising a stink as we talked about, about Microsoft acquiring Call of Duty and everything else associated with that. And it came out in certain documents that they had to present to this council, you know, to kind of like defend their, their purchase and like say, you know, Sony's kind of saying this is bad. We disagree, and here's why it came out that, uh, yeah, that Sony has been really trying to fight this like, like very heavily, like pretty much not pulling any punches. Um, mm. I, 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 like like we talked about this lap, like this part specifically last week, didn't we, Chris? I think we did last right? week or a
0: couple of weeks ago because they've been trying to stop the acquisition before. Yeah. So part of this came okay. out because uh, Brazil, you know, they've been asking questions, yada yada, and they came out and said, when it comes to you know certain games, as to you know, oh sorry, how how do I say this? Certain games, like we'll say Call of Duty, because. PlayStation is trying to say, it's an essential game. You can't uh, lock it down to one console, right? Yeah. Uh, so the companies are asking, or Brazil's asking, asking, um, what other games are there in competition with this? Is Call of Duty that important? Yada, yada. And yes, Sony did bring up things like, you know, how much, how the sales numbers and stuff like that, right? You know, that it's huge. But every other company that came forward and said, every single game that Activision Blizzard makes, there is big competition for them and listed off a bunch of games sony's the only one who said no 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 call of Duty's too important this game's too important you can't take them away from us which I mean, is weird they do make lots of money yes but they're not the only thing in the industry for those types of games so yeah.
1: sony does have a point in that yes call of duty is like the number one maker of money yes like we no want to say what that.
0: I guess I probably would not be too far off with saying seven to eleven million sales per game for Call of Duty, depending on the game. I, I think in their in their height, it was almost eleven million. I could be wrong. I but. do
1: know fluctuates for every game. I'm I never mm, played of Call of Duty, but I do know just from talking to others over the years. You know, like I talked to all sorts of gamers. I have all sorts of sorts of gamers friends I've made. Um, I do know over the years that some. Of the like the the the, like it's all called Call of Duty yes but like some of like you know the sub genres like Black Ops or I can't even think of anything else like Modern Warfare they're they're different series within the series and they Mm -hmm. have different popularity so some perform better some perform worse some will be
0: that that most of them are based on the era so you'll have the old era you'll have the more modern era then they did have a kind of pseudo futuristic era as well so they kind of bounce between them every year. So, Yeah. of course, not so, each one's um, going to get the same sales numbers because some people like the new, some people like the old. You know, it is as it is. And some will play all of them because who cares?
1: <laughs> yep, exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. So, um, here's a direct quote from the report. So, this is Xbox saying this. Well, Microsoft. I keep saying Xbox. Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless of how unsurprising Sony's criticism of the content exclusivity is, given that PlayStation's entire strategy has been centered on exclusive exclusivity over the years, the reality is that the strategy of retaining Activision Blizzard's games by not distributing them in rival console shops would simply not be profitable for Microsoft. So, and this is something that they've already showcased, right? I, I pointed this out last time. There's a few games, one of them being, oh shit, what's it called? Deathloop. Deathloop was... um Signed over to be a Sony exclusive, times exclusive. Then Microsoft not not this acquisition, another acquisition. I believe it was the the uh, one with Bethesda. They acquired the studio, and Phil Spencer said, that "We will honor the exclusivity period, and we will not. We have no plans on changing anything at all." And that's what happened. Deathloop came out like half a year ago or so. PlayStation's still the only console you can play it on. It's on PC, but console specifically, that's the only thing you can play it on now. I'm not saying they can change their mind halfway through. I'm just saying, you know, we're, we're humans, you know, more than any other creature on the planet, we can recognize patterns. That's what we excel at. Look at this pattern so far, they've kept true to their word. So I'm, I'm a big believer of take a person's word if they have, if, if they've like never done otherwise, you know, so I grant this is a company, it's not a person, but still it's like, it makes sense what they're saying. 'Cause as you said, Sony's really the only one who's really raising like a big of as fuss as yeah. they are, right? They're
0: trying to claim or that all this is going to like they buy it that eventually this the games will become exclusive to only the Xbox and that's it. And Microsoft is like, that makes no sense. Uh if you look at these numbers, uh, PlayStation on the for the PS4 era and would be Xbox One era. Pla, X, uh, PlayStation outsold the Xbox by over 50 or over... I guess Xbox only sold about half as much as the PlayStation consoles, I think is what I'm trying to say. So there's twice as many PlayStation 4s out there than there are Xboxes. It would make no sense for us to buy these, to buy this and take a loss on making it exclusive to our console only because a half of our sales or more come from PlayStation for these games, if there's that many, you know, if there's that many consoles out there and that many people who will buy it on PlayStation. Makes no sense. We'd take a huge loss and we're going to probably put this on our Game Pass. So that's also another bigger loss, right? And so and, it, it yeah. really makes no sense for them to do that. That's what uh, M- Microsoft was saying. Like, why would like, we do that and shoot ourselves in the foot from all these sales we could get? <laughs>
1: Like, excuse me. So, Sony has is like trying to block the sale on a decision that Microsoft may make, like, yeah, which that, they could, like,
0: but it doesn't make sense in terms of everything that Microsoft has been doing. It doesn't make sense. Microsoft, as we've said and they've shown and have done, they're trying to build up Game Pass as their platform, not Xbox. <laughs> Who cares exactly. about Xbox? That... It's about getting you playing on what. Ever you can as long as it's Game Pass.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm glad you said this in the last thing because they they both segue into like the yeah, second and third part. Yeah, that's kind of, of what I've been
0: trying to <laughs> so yes <laughs> merge it in because it's all yes. one big story. <laughs>
1: yeah, so we'll we'll start with the first thing you said before about the uh, Xbox uh, PlayStation selling better than the Xbox console. So yeah, it's not been a surprise that ever since not this gen but last gen, uh, we're talking since... about specifically last gen. I go
0: on. So, uh,
1: that's the PlayStation 4 sold better than the Xbox One. I don't think anyone's surprised. But Mm. even though they haven't released numbers, it did come out in this case that we were talking about. And yeah, uh, Microsoft reported that they sold slightly less than half of the lifetime sales of PlayStation 4. And I
0: believe Microsoft brought out a number of theirs, but did not say what Sony's number was, because I don't Mm -hmm. think they want to...
1: Well, they didn't need to, because Sony already confirmed that they sold Mm. lifetime uh 117.2 million all oh, right they did playstation they 4. Did. I so about that. we can take that number and it's and uh market experts already estimated that microsoft sold around 51 million so that's less than half but if if we take that 117.2 and do it divide by two it's 58.5 yes. so you know the, the market experts they may not have been right on the buck but close enough yeah it's, pretty it's close estimate,
0: right? like being 5 million 6 million off is- or whatever it was isn't that far off, really. When you no. look at these big numbers.
1: Mm-hmm. So now this is like more of a defense that uh, Microsoft is using, like saying, "Hey, like Sony's crying and complaining about like um, about like, hey, you know, we're we're not going to be able to have Call of Duty on our console, but you know, you guys are already bigger than us when it comes to hardware, like by double." And they said, "Quote: Sony has surpassed Microsoft in terms of console sales." and installed base, having sold more than twice as many Xboxes in the last generation, which is true now, because we have reports on both numbers officially Mm. because of this report. And to kind of go back, I forgot to say this in the last part, Uh, Sony's, you know, complaining about uh, the, you know, exclusivity and, and, uh, you know, acquisitions. But if you actually look, I I kind of looked into this before. Mm. If you look into Sony's history, they have made acquisitions for years, like Naughty Dog, for example. Naughty Dog is a big one for them, right? That there were I think they were originally the makers of Crash for one and two. Yes, I could be wrong I about that. I believe so. Yeah, okay, good. So they were the makers of Crash, and now they're the makers of that, what's it called? Fuck, it's it's that's The Last of Us. No, well, oh, really? Okay, no, I know that one I didn't know. I think so. But, no, I'm Question talking mark? about well, the one I'm talking about the one with Nathan Drake. What's that series called again? Oh, uh
0: Uncharted. Yeah, Nathan Drake. That's it. Yeah, that's Uncharted. So there.
1: Yeah, it's like they bought so many studios. That being probably the biggest one. I'm not talking about like like uh, Bungie either. That that's been pretty recent. I'm talking yeah. like years and years ago. They that they've been buying out studios as well and so... making them
0: exclusive only to them. And exactly. Making exclusive deals for games like Final Fantasy, as we talked mm-hmm. about, and Microsoft. Yeah i don't remember the last time other than their in-house they except for like halo i don't remember the last time they did a they have done a did I i don't remember the last time they had done a exclusivity deal to stop th- something from going on playstation i can't even think of one i'm sure there might have been one back in maybe the 360 era but the last generation for sure i don't think i can remember one but yeah Sony is still doing it constantly now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, again, because of this whole document situation, this is kind of like going to like, the third party the story now. Also, yeah, like uh, Sony
0: be has been saying, you know, you can't do that. You'll make things, you know. One of the biggest arguments is that, will, is that the company will go exclusive after the, you know, three or four years, right? And then Sony won't have access to them. If Sony was to buy Square Enix, the Biggest JRPG company in the world, and one of the hugest, comp- one of the biggest game companies now. They would 100% lock them down to PlayStation. They wouldn't give a shit. They would. They already treat Square Enix like like as if they own them, with the yeah. constant exclusivity deals and stuff like that. So they would 100% turn around and do this. While and if Microsoft was to say something, they would cry. PlayStation would cry. Because they know they're they're wrong and that they're, you know, like I, we both know they would do this because they're doing it now. <laughs> like you can't play the U.F. DLC until it's unlocked from PlayStation. You know you can't or you can't play F.F. Seven really until it's unlocked later this year next year. Like anyway. Sorry. Uh. Seven. Unlocked. Uh uh. When the exclusivity uh, PlayStation is done. Oh, it's Fallout already been 7. done
1: for a while. Yeah, they, I could they I couldn't probably... remember.
0: I couldn't remember when it, probably, it was done, but it was, it was like a good half a year or a year or something like that. Right. That they so locked it when down. The game,
1: when the game, and this is something I was hoping on because I, I didn't have a PlayStation, I have a Switch, I have an Xbox and a yeah. PC. So I'm like, and then PlayStation, uh, when they when came out with Final Fantasy VII Remake, right on the front cover, usually if it's a PlayStation exclusive, like remember how Nintendo had like only for Super Nintendo, yeah, like yeah, yeah. every company's been doing that. Sony has their own version of that too. And they said, but this one's a little slightly different because on the front cover of Final Fantasy VII Remake, when it first it launched, it first, said, timed, um, Yeah. timed exclusive. Yeah. They're very. And they even had the date on there when they came watch. So you yeah. can like, add a year. And there you go. I think it was August or July or something. I don't remember. But it's not. But yeah, like, they've been doing anyways, that
0: for forever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a, a year came and went. And then there's like, oh, by the way, we re extended the, uh, the exclusivity by six months because of the DLC. Okay. Yeah. But. Yeah. And then PlayStation... Oh, by the way, because this is why I thought for sure the game was going to come on the other consoles, because at the 11th month mark, like 11 months and some odd weeks, before the 12-month mark, when the one year would have passed... And this is smart of Sony, but you can kind of see where their game's at with this. So they made Final Fantasy 7 Remake a free game on the 11th month of their contract for the exclusivity. Like free yeah. to download as long as you're a psn subscriber at, at that point in time so they, 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 and i'm like okay well think about from this way why else would they do that because they're they're they i was wrong but this is what i thought was that why else would they do that because they're trying to make it okay we're about to lose our exclusivity let's give it the game out for free so that prevents people from buying it on other systems on yeah. switch or xbox i mean that is
0: one of the reasons, of course, that they were doing that, excluding you know, the DLC, or whatever, yada, yada, right? That is, well, of course, what they would do.
1: And then they're like, okay, we're going to have the DLC for this game, but only for PlayStation 5. And by the way, guys, if you got the free game on PlayStation 4, or it doesn't matter, PlayStation 5, like if you got the free version of the mm-hmm. game. That version does not transfer over to PlayStation. Yeah, there was yeah, that too. To re- I remember us game.
0: talking about that. Or
1: So if you want to play the new DLC, you have to actually buy the game that we gave for free to prevent you guys from buying the game, which I was wrong about, going to other consoles yeah, at the time.
0: Which I forgot that... about that too. Oh like...
1: my God. So, like, fuck off. So, that was so pissed off at of that. Like, fuck off, Sony. Stop screwing around. I just want to play the goddamn game.
0: Yeah, Why? For some reason, this is only available on the PS5. Good luck getting one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They say run away laughing. It's not wanting to have money from people to buy the DLC.
1: Luckily, it's on the PC version here too. So. Yeah, but still, yeah. that was
0: also exclusive, wasn't it? The yes. Epic.
1: Epic for six months.
0: At least it wasn't as long, but still, it was locked to Epic.
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't. It wasn't on the same time as the original launch. It was like on PlayStation for only for a year. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm just Other saying. The, the, yeah, yeah. They, they did
0: the timed exclusive on Epic as well, and then yeah. But yeah. That's why. So- Somebody's... I was posting
1: that meme to a friend. I'm like, I'm sure the game will come to something I can play on eventually. And then I, I should I did that pic about like I'll I'll just wait here. And then like just the skeleton in the bench. Yeah. Pick, like, me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is me. But yeah. uh this kind of ties into the next little third part of the same story that we're talking about. So yeah, um again, this came out in reports, but even before Oops. we get to that, um it's recently kind of came out elsewhere nothing to do with these reports that sony is very resentful of having to do kind of like a service to compete with game pass mm-hmm. they hate they hate that they, they had to do this Like those dinosaurs launched... don't want to change
0: they no. like the idea of you going out of the service paying full price for the game and that's it they i almost feel like they don't want uh playstation now and playstation plus to be a thing they just want people to jump on the store and pay full price that's it but they yeah. have to adapt two times but they don't want to
1: (laughs) and this is why i absolutely hate fanboyism like in all its forms like oh i'm an xbox fan you're a playstation fan fuck you or like you know my my sports team is better than your sports team like fuck you it's like here's the thing on the end of the day as consumers we are all on the same team competition between the these uh you know sony playstation nintendo it's all healthy for us we get the benefits of it, and we don't get any downsides for the most part. Dark, you know, Final Fantasy 7, this is like one exception I can think of, but for the most part, we're the ones who win from them competing against each other. I don't think we would have the Nintendo service online as it stands in its current form without Game Pass. I don't think we would definitely not have the PlayStation new, whatever, whatever I forget, they whatever,
0: revamped it to, whatever
1: yeah. Whatever the new name is for the new kind of, like, Game Pass competitor. We would not have that if it wasn't for competition. Mm-hmm. So, Competition is a good thing for consumers. That's always been the case. Always. So, it's like why? Why are you so not you, but like why is are people like so adamant to defend their favorite content? We all have our favorites. Fair enough. But like you don't actually own them. You know, you have no stake in them. They, you, you don't work for them. Why are you so adamant about defending them when competition is good? You should be happy that people I are. Winning I don't understand and losing battles.
0: extreme fanboys when it comes to that but anyway
1: (laughs) I I do and like very briefly I'm not going to go the whole thing very briefly it's because people see that as part of their core identity and they don't like to have to like oh oh I I have I have Super Nintendo Sega Genesis got a game that I really want well fuck you guys you guys are asshole you know it's like because they see Super Nintendo as like they are Super Nintendo (laughs) not like an actual Super Nintendo like that's part of their core identity like I love Super Nintendo Uh, you know that's part of who I am and and I take offense to you getting a new game on another system.
0: And so I I I can't understand that. It's like me saying, you know, I'm I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. Oh, so someone made another shonen anime that's just as popular. One Piece. Well, fuck you, One Piece fans. <laughs> like no, I'm like fucking One Piece is cool too. Look at that. It's different, but you know, it's not gonna overtake my favorite. But hmm. that's cool too. You go do you. I never understood fucking fanboyism. i I can't i also think or that type of fanboys and i mean where you're just so outraged that someone else is doing something else in the same genre or whatever right or competing so dumb (laughs) like when back in the day when stuff uh showed up on sega and not uh super was like oh that sucks i kind of want to play that hope my friend who has a sega gets it or i could play on the sega channel Mm. Uh, when i go to visit my friend i yeah. was never butthurt about it who cares <laughs>
1: do you remember levar burton advertising the Sega channel
0: no <laughs> i don't remember him advertising. but i remember levar burton
1: it's yes. hoping you're just
0: gonna no. end it there and then you continue <laughs> <Like>, oh. <laughs> that's
1: funny but uh anyways uh i think when it comes to console specifically it's, it's the fact that a lot of younger people have are are consoles owners and the fact that Consoles have always been a major price point, like, an, uh, well, sorry, a major entry price point, right? So people usually, not always, usually don't own everything. Yeah, they can choose, of course.
0: Right. But, you know, I still don't understand, especially now when almost everything is on everything, except for the, the console exclusives, which we're, which are normally ones owned by, you know, Sony will have God of War and, uh Microsoft will have Halo, right? You know, they'll have their in-house exclusives. Nintendo has Mario. You know, other than those, it's almost every console has everything in some way, form, or fashion, right? (laughs) So nowadays, it almost doesn't make sense. Back in the day, there were console wars because there was straight up whole series and games that never, ever seen the light of day on anything. (laughs) Because, you know, that's just the way it was. Uh, Whatever. But Yeah,
1: so yeah uh, like it's so in this report um this is a a, again a direct quote so this is microsoft speaking about sony um sony is resentful of having to compete with microsoft's subscription service indeed microsoft's ability to continue expanding game pass has been obstructed by sony's desire to inhibit such growth Mm -hmm. sony pays for blocking rights by the way this is true i looked into this this is a thing that, that Sony has done for a while. Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to game pass and other competing subscription services. So
0: basically people, spending money to tell companies you can't put this on game pass for X amount of years or X amount of time. Exactly. Same thing as exactly. like an exclusivity deal. Basically <laughs> not quite <How> much, but
1: <laughs> It's one thing if you're Epic and you're saying I'm going to pay you money for to only have it on a store for a while. Okay, fine but it's yeah. the opposite. That's it, it stinks, that's but okay. Being a it's like, we don't even want your game on, on our service. We just want to prevent you from putting on the other people's Yes, Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So, you know, Sony does this. If we want to put it in that type of view, Sony does this and every music industry does this with art, music artists. They oh. will go out, find music artists, sign them to contracts so that no other company can have them. But they won't do anything with those artists. They'll put out an album a year. Or have them do shill uh, shillware. We'll say uh, shill musicware for movies and trailers, but not actually use them because we can't have Warner Brothers have them. They they do that all the time in the music industry, and Sony does own music and stuff like that, along with Warner Brothers and some other companies, right? So this being a thing doesn't surprise me because it's very similar. It sounds very similar to that. We'll buy this or pay them off so the other company can't have it for a while. Same thing as exclusivity, but a little different. You know, it's it's all very similar tactics.
1: <sighs> I hate it.
0: Yeah, it's fucking fucking stupid. Microsoft is also said in this thing, you know, like if Sony want to compete in the in the space, they have everything that Microsoft has. And they could just upgrade their service to be like us. And compete with us in this thing Sony just refuses to change like they have all the old games that they could put on their service and Put it and not have it blocked off by huge paywalls and make the service better But they won't they could have all the first party Sony games appear on PlayStation Plus day one Just like Microsoft does they refuse to do it Because they want that day one money instead of expanding their service they could you know and this is what Microsoft has been pointing out. So it's not us that's that uh, that's trying to make a monopoly. It's Sony refusing to change. And all these other companies that have been looking into this, like game companies are like, there's nothing wrong with this Game Pass thing. It's actually expanding business. You know, <laughs> some of them have said, you know, not, maybe not expanding business, but we've got eyes in our games because of this and stuff like that, right? so. It's not like Game Pass is a 100% thing that your game's locked to this forever. It's a thing that Microsoft says, here's money. We'll put it on a service for free for a little while. You can put it on everything else and sell it. Go ahead. We're not locking you down to this only. You know, it's not an exclusivity deal in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> right? So, yeah. like, Sony no, the, could no do different... this. Sony just refuses to age. They're an old dinosaur that doesn't want to grow up it doesn't want to let the newer generation show them how it's done and doesn't want to change to they want to stay the thousand year dragon instead of using uh the time roulette had to age them to be uh a hundred year dragon instead
1: you in Yukio for <laughs> reference i love it damn right <laughs> yes. um you know not much to add on to that i, I know this is like again I want like, to stress this
0: and there's more to the story as well uh Young Ye on YouTube did a breakdown of this as well, and there's other articles as well that go into this. I'm sure we missed stuff. It's a Probably. whole thing, but yeah. a lot of it is Sony saying you can't do this, and Microsoft saying, "But you can do this too. You have been doing this before." You know, just back and forth between them, just kind of Sony shit slinging and Microsoft holding up a a shield and saying, "Okay, you also do this. You, you do it worse than us. You still do it." right you know that's what this has been
1: exactly Um, and
0: i think in terms of what we've been shown it looks like at least for me like a microsoft i think it should be winning this battle as well much as i don't really want to take sides microsoft to me sounds like they're winning and i over the two of them if i wanted one to win right now microsoft (laughs) really so i don't want to take sides but you know (laughs)
1: And it's because right now it's good guy Microsoft and bad guy Sony, but again, Sony
0: equals Jack and Microsoft equals the Warrior of Light. I just much. seen that in chat. <laughs> I but, like that. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I I know I kind of expressed this opinion in the past, and again I want to point out it's an opinion what I'm about to say. But mm. I think a major part of this is because it's it, basically it's West versus East mentality. And I'm, I I don't mean anything negative by that, but I, yeah, I think, it, I think I, I know think what you I, mean. I don't think I'm out of line. I think it's kind of common knowledge that Japan is actually like surprisingly a very xenophobic country in terms of like they don't like change. They're very traditional. They want to do things mm-hmm. their their way. How it's always been. And that's i I think part of that mentality, as you mentioned, all old dinosaurs working at Sony, I think that's essentially what I'm trying to say now, yeah, yeah, um again, i I don't mean any disrespect. i'm I'm not trying to be like racist or anything. It's just a different level of mentalities right every Every society has different values and traditions and whatever. so that's that's a that's a fact. But my opinion is that you know, because they're kind of located where they are, they they have a sort of different mentality. It's not wrong or right. It's just a different mentality altogether. And the, I, I, you know, it, Japan is very traditional. They are. I, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, in terms of like, so
0: religion, way of life, and work ethic, stuff like that. Yeah, they yeah. definitely are.
1: For example, face masks. The West has probably never had to wear them before COVID, or even knew they existed. To be fair, <laughs> like I think, <laughs> right? In Japan, it's always been the, the the culture there. Oh, I have a cold. Let me, and I have to go on, on public transportation to work or to get groceries or whatever okay, I'm going to wear a mask so I don't infect other people. Yeah. In the West, it's like, oh, you have to come to work? or, or you're sick? Come in. And then it doesn't matter who you infect. They just want you to come and work, 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 work that sort of thing, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? It's it's no different from that. Different uh, places have different values. So again, this is like one that I think they weren't prepared to make over there so quickly. That's why I think Sony is so resentful. They're like, we didn't want to do the way you guys want you? They're kind of forcing, essentially. So, uh, they're forcing Sony to play by their rules in the way they want to do it. Because if they don't, they're going to be left in the dust. Yeah. Right. I mean. So
0: yeah, it's kind of like Nintendo. I know it's a little different, but Nintendo and their online service, how they took them, what they're still using servers from what the Wii era or something like that, and finally updated for the Switch. Like a few years into the Switch, it's like if you guys were your servers were that old why <laughs> and they didn't want to change until recently and even still their online service is still behind i i personally think but whatever right it's the way it is nintendo also is one of those very traditional companies that doesn't want to change or change very fast <laughs> so i'm surprised
1: and, you know they're also japanese just put yeah that out.
0: <laughs> but, but a lot of yeah, like you look at fighting games. Lots of Japanese-made fighting games don't want to change the way things work. They don't want to use uh, uh online the, the good rollback. They want to use the old uh, old online service because it works fine in Japan. Like yeah. in Japan, you're a tiny little country. You don't have to expand. You know your online service tw- uh, throughout the entirety of North America. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, it's a little different over here. Uh, yeah. so, so, but it's nice to see that some of them are changing. Not all of them, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> anyway,
1: but uh the only thing, though there's one more thing I want to add, but I forgot now. um I forget, <laughs> but yeah, it's. uh I mean, I'm glad all this is coming out in light. Oh, that's what I was going to add. So before I said right now, it's good guy Microsoft, bad the guy Sony. But I want to point out, it used to be a, you know just just so we're unbiased, Chris. It used to be the other way around. Remember uh, Xbox One's launch. That was a disaster because Microsoft were in the lead for the 360 over the PS3. And then they took that momentum. They're like, OK, for Xbox one, you have to have connect. You have to have it's always it's always online and you can't share games. Mm. And if you don't have online, you can't play. And then I remember I think I think it was what's his name? The guy who does the game awards. Oh, my God. Um, Keely. Yes, Keely. Jeff Keely. I think it was him. And he has Matrix. Oh, so what Sorry. happens for people? who don't have an online in- always internet connection. And you put the mic, and he's like, oh, well, we have a product for that. It's called the Xbox 360. Yeah. And then Sony, the next day or the next couple of days, they made, this is how you share games on PlayStation. Shit, I don't have...
0: Yeah, they just hand over a box, don't yeah, they? It's,
1: it's like, one guy is like...
0: Yeah, he hands on a box. The,
1: the, the other guy's like... And they're like thanks yeah and that's it that's that was like the entire that was the entire thing i was like oh my god and, and so you know microsoft deserved to get roasted and they oh, learned course. their lesson because they lost that console generation and they're still losing now because of it they yeah. lost all Mate, the little part of, 360. part
0: of it like even though the 360 was very strong Sony has always been above microsoft i think in almost every generation i don't know about 360 so sorry about that one like ps2 360 i think play, ps2 still no 360 was ps2 era right no
2: no sorry yes, you, no. that was yes, ps3 era sorry yeah. yeah
0: i don't know about that generation but playstation has always been normally on top and a lot of that is because of uh japan the um playstation sells a lot better in japan than xbox in general and they also have a lot of games in there that don't come to uh, xbox a lot of uh, visual novels and jrpgs don't hit xbox i don't know yeah. about this generation other than if it was a square enix thing but yeah like a lot of that stuff just doesn't hit there so lots of people buy in japan uh, just there alone buy playstations to play those games <laughs> so
1: and that, that reminds me of something i just want to quickly interject uh so remember how we were talking about Sony putting blockers on games for mm. Fall for, so for Fantasy 7 remake. I'm pretty sure they have because Square has already announced what what's that, Zach? Um
0: uh, Crisis oh, Core. What's a, thank you,
1: Crisis Core. They already announced it's gonna be for everything on launch. Nice. So good. Sony was like, Sony, well, good, but that kind of is very Sony sharing their cards. Not 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 Square, because Square's the one who announces, but mm. by by Square announcing it the way they did, they, they showed Sony's cards because Sony they're like, okay, so this is a Final Fantasy game in this Final Fantasy 7 universe, but apparently Sony didn't think it was a big enough game to put any blockers on.
0: Right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see when the next game Why is it not Fantasy- exclusive? when Final Fantasy Seven Two or Seven Part Two remake, however you want to say it, <laughs> uh, comes out. We'll see if there's exclusivity deal on that because Zach, as much as some people may not like Crisis Core, like I don't like the original. The story is kind of important because it's about fucking Zach. It's about what happened before Seven, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So but Sony
1: apparently, and I, I I don't think I'm wrong in saying this. I think I'm I'm correct. Sony was like, okay, well we, we we made Seven remake exclusive, but this but Crisis Core, screw it. I think it's too small of a game. It's not worth our time worrying about it. We won't do anything with it. And yeah. Square was like, okay, you guys don't want to pay us money. We're putting on everything at launch: Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Steam, whatever. Yeah. Stadia.
0: <laughs> Stadia. Put uh, it on Stadia. Put it on your fridge.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is very much Sony Square saying, well, without any influence, this is how we we would release our games. With Sony's influence, and by influence I mean money. Yeah. Uh this is you know, we, we see the opposite for Final Fall Fantasy VI So yeah, that's all I want to add. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> that's but.
0: all right. No problems. Uh, do you want to? I guess we have a couple of small ones we can bring up before we end, unless we want to end now because yeah. we're at uh, no. one fifty.
1: Yeah, it's, it's okay. We could, we'll just do the rest of the stories. There's, uh, let's just do a smaller one first, I guess. If you want to bring that one up. Okay, uh, I'll bring it up. <laughs> oh, actually, I so... do.
0: This one is funny. Uh, so, EA claims that. Uh, FIFA players actually love loot boxes in their games without showing any actual evidence of it. They claim because the loot boxes have been in their games for like 10 years or almost 10 years now, that the players actually really love them and think that they're an essential thing to the game. It's like, no, you guys actually need to provide proof of this. So uh, they brought this, uh, they they said this after uh, the UE, the cheese. The UE that doesn't make any sense. The EU um, decided not to uh, put any kind of restriction—not restrictions, any kind of. uh what's the phrase?
1: Restrictions. Uh,
0: uh... Limitate no, laws like basically not to, not consider the gambling, not considered loot boxes gambling. They didn't put any uh, blockers on that. Unlike you know places like Belgium that have banned loot boxes the yep. EU uh has said they're still looking into them, but they still look still them gambling yet. And so EA is like, guess what? And posted and said this, like, fuck off, EA. Like <laughs> but
1: Yeah, um remember that East well, I, was, I don't know why I was gonna say Easter egg. Uh but anyways, remember that video of that one, a woman representing EA, and then they're oh, asking her surprise about mechanics. surprise mechanics. She's like, "Yeah, people like Kinder Surprise eggs, don't they? This is the same thing. Like, fuck off!" Like, <laughs> yeah, how but dare yeah, you make that comparison? I just thought
0: I would bring this one up because you know the EU has said that they're not legis. They haven't put any legislation on them. That's the phrase I was looking for. They haven't yes. done anything like that, which I thought would, they would, but they said they're still looking into them. They said they still provide the same types of problems that gambling provides, but they don't think they're gambling because it's not money changing hands, basically, even though they still have the same problems. And they don't want to update their gambling laws. Uh. Yeah, but so EA is like, guess what? Our players, just they just love loot boxes in our games. This doesn't surprise me because they make like billions and billions and billions of dollars off of FIFA every year. This is this year, this yeah, FIFA game that's coming up this year is the last game that they will have the FIFA license. So oh, we'll see. I thought, I, thought yeah, it was I I thought it was already, but apparently they have it for this year.
1: Okay. Okay. And then it's so gonna we'll
0: change see... to the EA Sports Club. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I... our EA Sports F C. Uh see FC? FC? football club. That's what we'll yeah, set for, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So this is this is their last opportunity to really do the whole to milk it for as much thing. as they can because yeah. after this they are not allowed to use the players
0: likenesses device. names. They can't use exactly. the team names, and they have to make it all listen, themselves.
1: Listen, I'm not, I'm not a football fan or soccer fan, whatever you want to call it. Hell, I'm not even a sports guy to be honest, but. I do know from watching like for example you mentioned young yeah like yeah he's had reports that people who buy these loot boxes they are really big fans to the point like they they know who these players are in real life they want to own them on their game right yeah they're they super want to have fans them part of the team yeah they're super fans so without the license that must mean i i hope this is the truth chris that this is going to be realistically the last year they can get away with fifa ultimate team and the loot boxes and trying to unlock mm. certain players. It depends so that's good news.
0: The the one thing I find funny is that EA, you know, obviously they're trying to say that people love this. If they weren't nickel and diamond people and just had the mode in the game, you know, you earn money through uh pub games doing normal football games, stuff like that, people still love this feature. They, they they probably like it more. It's just that you, EA, are nickel and dimming. It's not that the players that love the loot boxing is you guys loving the loot boxes. If you just allowed people to open packs for free and play the game as intended, or as as what it should be intended. Not taking money from people for every card pack opening, they would love it even more. But it's UEA who loves it, not the, not the players. The yes. people, the players love love the players. They love the game itself. They don't like. I'm pretty certain they don't like opening packs, except for that adrenaline rush, which is part of gambling. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: It's it's the endorphins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
0: that's what I mean. mean, Not adrenaline rush, but same thing, same thing. Yeah, I I I, I, I kind of wanted to bring this up because of that, and fuck EA if I could ever say that, (laughs) it's.
1: I'm pretty sure you're allowed to say that, but yeah, they, and then in the in the countries, the European countries who have made it kind of outlawed to have this, they just simply removed the boxes.
0: Yeah, and the the game, I don't know about sales figures there, but I'm pretty sure they sell just fine there it's just that EA can't nickel and dime them <laughs> so,
1: but something I'm really curious about is do these people in those countries still have, have access to the online portion of the FIFA Ultimate Team because I, I, know Ultimate, the whole thing I is don't competing against I other players and see basically the do, best team
0: yeah I do not know if they just give everyone access to the cards and let them play Ultimate Team or if it if Ultimate know. Team is just removed 100% I assume it will be that but I would like to see if it was left in there without there being loot boxes, how much different the game is or how people react to the game from there compared to places like the West or I guess other European countries where it's bigger, right? Like, I wonder.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I'm not so sure. It's we'll, we'll see once the game's out. I'm sure we'll cover it again. I wonder how... Be up.
0: I I want to know when the first Ultimate Team our football club game comes out next year i wonder how different or uh what what the sales differences will be compared to them because i assume that they will still want to do an ultimate th- team and if people like soccer in general then who cares is what there is what you would think right but like we said a lot of people who do these pack openings and do the ultimate team stuff are super fans of fifa itself so mm-hmm. Like they know the they know the players, they know their stats, they know their records, stuff like that. So that's part of the game. <laughs> so all
1: right, I think yeah, I think we're done. We'll we'll come yeah, back yeah. to this. Of course, it's going to be. More I'm sure
0: there will be. One hundred
1: percent, one hundred percent. So we'll <laughs> once there is, we'll we'll cover it. Okay, so our last news story of the day. Not that we had many to start with. I think it's like a third one, but uh, a pretty lengthy one. But I think we can just summarize it pretty. Quickly yeah,
0: because it's a continued story from smaller ones previously kind of yeah
1: so nintendo's getting trouble again uh when it comes to women in the workplace that's basically what it boils down to now just as a brief summarization last year i think around this time actually let me just confirm that i think it was august of 2021.
0: last year or a little bit later i don't remember (laughs) but this has to do with uh with their game testers and the people that are outsourced to nintendo to work from their contracted employees again
1: yeah so last year it was august 2021 uh doug bowser who took over for as we know reggie um there was a story about i forget specifically what about but along the same lines about uh you know harassment in the workplace sexual harassment in the workplace whatever he kind of came out and said, Okay, guys, look, this is not okay in, in an internal memo. We need to like change things and he keeps out to do better. And I like to add that Doug Bowser, when the whole Blizzard Activision controversy added, he 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 stood up and he said, Yes, like this is something we don't condone in our gaming industry. So mm. like, you know, he that that's you know, it's it's clear what his stance was. But now a, a story just came out recently, in fact, yesterday, um, about women being mistreated at nintendo for a while but as chris said it's not specifically nintendo nintendo it's nintendo apparently this is this is news to me they um hire like a large chunk of their workers are contracted workers from an uh what's it called from a uh hiring no no hiring company from a uh the, the names escapes me but like when you when you work for another company even though you're paid by the first company
0: say a contractor contract
1: company. thank you yes so it's a contract company. And there's a lot of workers there um yeah but anyways so this one woman she's been there for like over a decade or close to it and she's been harassed sexually harassed pretty much the whole time she's she's her hate she's hated working there but at the same time she doesn't want to leave because it's nintendo like it's freaking nintendo right she so says she kind it's of up with been
0: this. one of her dream jobs of mm-hmm. when she was little to go work at nintendo
1: yeah exactly <laughs> So 25%, that's the official number. 25% of the roles um, were on a contract basis at Nintendo. So one quarter of everyone That's a lot bigger
0: than I thought it would be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But uh, I guess it's because, like, I don't want to say seasonal because that's not the right word. It's it's like on a per-game basis. I think that's how it works for this. So seasonal is not the right word, but it's the closest thing I can think of. They're like seasonal employees in that, okay, you may come back for the next game depending if we need you or you may not. So, um, but yeah, you, you can, you can jump at any, any point here, Chris, yeah, but basically, yeah, just looking up. yeah, she, uh, well, first of all, there's a very small portion of women contract or non-contract working at Nintendo. So there's some gender discrepancy. Yeah.
0: Nintendo said that they were trying to change this over the years since that came out, I think last year or two years ago. Well, I don't mm-hmm. know how much it's changed since, but probably not too much yet and this isn't also, just in japan but it's like all of nintendo like north america yeah. europe you know everywhere
1: so another thing is gender pay in inequality um she worked for nintendo for nine years and she's still making i think this is yeah this is american dollars sixteen dollars an hour but then she uh talked to a brand new employee a male one also a contract worker for Aerotech. That's the that's the hiring agency. I'll name, try to find
0: the name of the of yeah. the contracting company but I couldn't find it.
1: So Aerotech <laughs> she talked to one of the recent hires and again she was paying 16 and this new guy was being paid 19 even though she was at Nintendo for nine years. Yeah. Right. So then mm. she, she she raised a stink and rightfully so and then they still so... only raised her wage to to raise well sorry they raised her wage I meant to say to eighteen dollars. So not even matching the new employee even though yeah. she's been there for nine years. Like, holy, like, okay, I know you know this, Chris, but like, to our audience, I work in HR, holy shit, in Canada, that's like, an easy open and shut case. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know? I so mean, it's, it's I don't know about America, can... but if that was Canadian dollars, shh, that's barely above minimum wage where I am. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, well, even if we were to put it 30%, that you know that's an okay wage. But also, that's barely enough to live off of. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. what for a single person that is
1: it's <laughs> disgusting honestly this and you have like, to
0: complain how come i haven't gotten a raise in six years
1: <laughs> i mean it's not a surprise it's been this way for years studies have shown worldwide that you know women are underpaid when it comes to men given the same experience and same role
0: yeah we see that ever we've talked a and, bunch about that like at blizzard <laughs>
1: yes exactly we have talked about this thank you for pointing that out uh but this is like the people in AeroTech are clearly aware of this. It's not like you have to have a study for it. It's like right in front of their face. Like, yeah. hey, we're we're paying this this girl. So I should call her. Sorry, that's we're paying this woman sixteen dollars an hour for nine years, with like maybe one one increase in that amount of time. Versus we we just hired this person, a guy, a dude. He's young, he's new. Let's give him three more dollars an hour. Yeah. Obviously, the team knows that that whoever does payroll knows that so you don't need a study for that that this was intentional maybe not like malicious but it was still intentional right Mm. that they were paying different employees different rates even though the newer employees were making you know 30 or 33 dollars more an hour than someone who's been there for nine years like what the fuck that's just disgusting on every level there
0: there's other parts, you know, if we want to get a bit for like this, like a sexual harassment or uh, similar-ish, I guess it would be kind of sexual harassment in a way. Basically, there was a uh, a forum that was open through Nintendo, or that had Nintendo had opened. It's supposed to be like, a, I guess, kind of like the, the Slack that you would see at businesses that we talked about in like Activision Blizzard. But it was an open forum, you know, meant to, re, you know, just for jokes and memes and stuff like that. and there's one employee who's posting stuff like a video or something like that about why Vaporeon is the best Pokemon to have sex with. Oh God. And something about one of the Lolita looking character from Genshin Impact and talking about how it's okay to lewd on her because she's a cartoon character and other things like that. And I could, if it was meant for jokes, like we'll see the Vaporeon one. ha Ha, that's funny. Right. But... This guy apparently was going into details about the other thing. And it's like, you, no, you need to stop. That's, that's more than enough that you need to go into. This is no longer a joke, right? If you want to post a thing about that, about that character and it, uh, it being a joke and then post like a rebuttal or another joke about someone else, that's fine. I would say in certain ways, depending on how it's done, right? If you understand what I'm, what I'm trying to say, but Just dropping that and trying to go into detail as to why you think that's okay. thats I don't think that's that's where this form should be dropped. You should be talking about that in the company kind of lull area where you're supposed to be posting good humor memes and stuff like that. (laughs) You know, sexually driven kind of posts I don't think really belong there. But I don't know what other things will be posted there. Apparently she complained about this employee. He got... After a while, I think after a couple of complaints, finally gets uh, had to be, t- he finally had gotten, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, training for sexual harassment and such, whatever th- that training's called. Sorry, my mind's gone blank. But, and apparently she's been harassed or been talked to by other employees, like female employees, saying, you shouldn't have done that. That makes us look bad and such. It's like, no, we, sh- we should bring this stuff up. That's what HR is for. And the companies are, refusing to do kind of refusing to do something about it or not taking it as seriously as they should. Right. Or not dealing with the situations as quickly as they should. And it seems like that she was getting a little bit of uh slack and hate from fellow colleagues because of this, because of her bringing this up about him, about this fellow employee, which is not the way it should be. Not at all. Even if you don't agree with that, like I could see, like I said, certain jokes, Maybe taken the wrong way or, you know, lol, I posted this, it's funny. And leave it there, but depending on how far he takes it in the discussion, yeah, it can turn something humorous into sexual for into some type of harassment. Not just sexual, but just any type of harassment in general, right? So, and it not being taken seriously is a bad thing, which is bad on Nintendo and bad on Aerotech, which is overseeing the contracted, who are supposed to be overseeing they're contracted employees in some way or, f- or form right because you've been a contracted employee in some form over your years of work have you not Sean and until recently yeah like yeah until recently you you were right so <laughs> yeah so uh and it's kind of a mess and the the company Aerotech th- since at least 2018 have had numerous reports Of them not taking their employees seriously when it comes to harassment of any kind. And pay discrepancy and discrimination and stuff like that. So, I don't think it's solely on Nintendo. But Nintendo is hiring these people. Since I don't know how it works when it comes to pay increases and pay wages. I don't know who's solely to blame. Maybe partially Nintendo. Partially Aerotech. Or maybe solely on one or the other. But it doesn't look good on Nintendo. To be name dropped in this if it's not their fault or not entirely their fault but it is i do believe partially like 50 50 nintendo and aerotech but aerotech yeah. having a history of this i think oh, a lot of it might be aerotech i
1: was i was just wanting to add something you said previously like retaliation hmm. at least in canada if if there's even a hint that it happens like if you as an employee report something and that report, like to the labor board or whoever, and that report is shown to have merit, and after the fact, someone gets back to you for doing that, there is like zero tolerance for that. That yeah, company su- that will, that will get they will get sued to the grant. yeah. There's
0: supposed like, to be no there's supposed to be zero tolerance or there should be in in every company like, but this was like a fellow employees that were doing that, and if that happened, then you go to HR and you tell them. Like, there's supposed to be zero tolerance for this sort of thing in Canada. <laughs>
1: it, it, it it makes me sad to see all these bad HR departments, no offense, from the U.S. Sorry if our, any of our listeners are American. But, like, it makes me sad because, like, as an HR person here in Canada, it's like a complete 180. It's like, yes, HR works in the company. That's true wherever you work. But we still have to have values. We're all humans, right? I, I don't, like, yeah. I don't protect the company from fucking people getting sexually harassed. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. If, if your job is to look at it and see... If this is true, do, 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 do your work and actually look into it and make sure, is this actually true? Are we up in, on the up and up? Are things going okay. fucky? Because this could lead to a lawsuit to us. And my exactly. job is to stop, hopefully stop that <laughs> from happening, right? And and their way of stopping it is
1: ignoring it and trying to bury it. It seems not, like it. <laughs> but that is also against the law. You're not supposed to like yeah, um, do that, you know? Like there are You're ways you can
0: prevent this our from human happening. Rights code.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So there, there are ways that companies can to do this. You know, either you know, let the employee go, but you would normally you know pay them off, right? They hush money. Here you go. If you don't want to work here anymore, that's one way to deal with it. It's kind of a shitty way, but if the employee's not happy, you know, but that's the way it is. Or you can actually deal with the situation, punish those who are in the wrong, try to make things right in the company. You know. to make things better which lots of companies don't do as we have been hearing about in the games industry in general (laughs) right they'd rather let things slide and go oh that's not happening here (laughs) right
1: yeah and there's Uh, there's other things that we haven't brought up like this is a very long story like for example um (laughs) it came out so apparently there's okay so nintendo like direct nintendo employees are known as red cards and apparently uh the red cards use the contract employees as kind of like a dating pool because she's been hit on so many times and she's even got warning from the other few w- women who work there that like hey stay away from this guy he's going to try and hit on you because like he's like a senior person so you know you, you can't like ignore him but at the same time you can't like like you know try try to not confront him as much as you can yeah it came out that uh she didn't swing that way that she was a lesbian. And she kind of used that as a defense, like, sorry, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not attracted to men. And then, like, they they would leave her comments like, oh, well, that's too bad. You know, why don't, you know, why don't you try it out anyways? Or, you know, st- stupid shit like that.
0: So, yeah. kind of a low-key um, fret house vibe yes. coming from there.
1: Yes. Also, also uh, apparently it's company policy to not, like, show public a- affection. But then it's never really been forced. But then she she found a, a girlfriend working there. So on their break, keep in mind it's a break, right? They were holding hands together while walking. And all of a sudden, now now they're going to choose to enact this. You can't, you can't show public affection, even though there are couples like, okay, well, sorry, I should rephrase that. There were like hetero couples, like a man and woman holding hands, and no one complained about them. They didn't get into trouble. But then when there's two women doing it, a nintendo then all of a sudden they're trying to you know force him to stop hmm. for yeah. whatever reason i i'm not that i'm not gonna i, I can speculate but i don't know for sure so i'm in comments but did
0: nintendo just recently see it they're going to uh you know allow same-sex partners to be kind of recognized under nintendo's partnership programs I th- and family I think that programs? Was
1: specifically japan which is why it was a big deal because in japan that's not really it's yeah. kind of like the opposite that's seen as the norm there. I know, but like, I the, think, like
0: we're talking about North America, so it's like, is this... Does yeah. it not roll over throughout all of our <laughs> same-sex marriages not seen as equal in North America? I, I think uh, Nintendo, Nintendo,
1: America, and Japan are...
0: Oh, yeah, I know. I uh, I just, just, I just thought maybe that would be rolled over, because America's usually <laughs> more forward for that sort of... You know, or is that the proper well, phrase? <laughs>
1: Well, they, they didn't have a problem because, well, okay, well, th- internally they did. Like, we can't prove it. But, like, on on the on the front-facing side, they didn't have a problem because of who was doing it. It's just more so, it's like, oh, well, you know, you girls are lesbians. We can't hate on you. We're going to, like, make you in trouble.
2: Mm. But they,
1: they're, you know, you know, but they're like, oh, you're not allowed to do this, even though, like, they saw other people doing it. But yeah. Whatever, you know, but, God. And there's, like, a bunch of male employees there that were sexually harassing not nothing nothing blizzard level not like rape rooms and hotels or stuff like that just like you know making lewd comments or you know talking about the the panty color of this woman who came forward like do you know this girl has this colored underwear on that sort of thing again still bad don't get me wrong but like
0: it's not a good not face. Blizzard level <laughs> so bad. no not not uh not blizzard and not uh <laughs> not Ubisoft levels. <laughs> yes.
1: Not that that's a defense. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it, there is sexual good. harassment, but not to the degree of stories we've covered in the past.
0: Yeah, but still, it is not good. But she coming from Nintendo, or Nintendo being name-dropped in it, you know, for Nintendo usually being seen as a wholesome company. <laughs> so.
1: so, yeah, that part where she says, I'm a lesbian. I don't like you that way. And then he said, "Oh, but are you sure? But you're flirting with me. But you're oh, you're just playing hard to get." And then she said, "Uh, you had she had people act uh, in a way that made her feel uncomfortable, and asked them not to go to HR because about it because I'd be quote unquote misinterpreting it." And uh, then she felt she almost felt guilty about her own discomfort. Hmm. So. Yeah. Anyways, I think I think that's most of the story. Again, this is a big story. We're we're missing some points, but I think we covered the major ones.
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but
1: then we do have one quick follow-up to this. So again, we said I said uh Bowser last year <laughs> said that the whole you know will be better and they can they condemned Blizzard Activision. I already said that. But now again this story came out yesterday there's a story that came out today that bowser and this is corroborated by uh three uh employee uh, sorry three nintendo employees that he put out another company-wide statement saying you know we are aware that there are stories about this stuff happening and we take it seriously and you know we'll do be doing investigations
0: and reiterated (laughs) again like if you're having problems you go to hr that's what they're there for uh don't know how good their hr team is i wonder if people feel safe going to talk to them because you know some places they weren't like at blizzard you didn't, some people a lot of people didn't feel safe going to hr <laughs> which is not the, which shouldn't be the case but uh that's what uh was also here kind of like you should be if you witness this or are being experienced in these kind of fashions you should go to hr and talk to them we need to know this is happening so we could deal with it right but Again, how good is it, their HR? I don't know. So some some people may be just afraid to even speak up to HR anymore. Hopefully that's not the case, but for things to be getting out of hand, it might be, or just certain people are afraid to go to HR, even if they shouldn't be afraid. I don't know. I don't know the case of these people and the internal workings. <sighs> or the internal, I cannot, my asthma there, right? So... It could be worse than we think.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Um, I just find it funny that a year later, he's saying the same thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty
0: much the same thing. And as far as we know, nothing has changed. But this report could be pretty old. Like, she's been working there for, like, 10 years. And this has been going on. So, you know. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. So.
1: Um. All. All I want to add to that is that again, we've covered this on past episodes. Remember when Reggie said, "This is not Nintendo. The Nintendo I left behind." i i i a feeling, if he was still there, none of this stuff would be going on.
0: None At of it would have gotten big, out. He had taken. Actually, that's it. <laughs> not fair to say
1: because Reggie was there for the nine yeah. years and your ten years. So yeah. that's not actually. So yeah, now that I think about it, that was actually wrong for me to say. So disregard that. But, I. I still feel like. Bowser was aware of it for sure last year, but if 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 Reggie was still there, he'd this would be squashed by now. I feel like Bowser might not care as much because I do mm, that's trust what Reggie mean. a lot. That's what I mean. It's like I'll give Reggie the benefit of the doubt. That you think Reggie know. would
0: take it a lot more seriously?
1: I do think over the year things would have changed a lot more than they have if they didn't. Mm. So,
0: yeah. let's hopefully this gets resolved in a good I way. Mean,
1: now it's they're forced to that's a good thing about stories like this once it goes public they're forced to because all eyes are on them right
0: yeah i mean if people keep talking about it then they'll have to do something eventually i know a lot of these companies hope that the news just fades away and people forget about it ubisoft is glad that activision blizzard is in the limelight because now people don't talk about them doing their shady garbage
1: exactly and they're just as no but (laughs) <laughs> yeah and uh what was i gonna say i forget now but oh well you know what it works that strategy yeah. works and we've seen that friggin' at working at blizzcon right remember people were like so upset that they were you know ban blizzard banned Bl- not banned, but like boycott blizzard boycott Blizz uh blizzcon all this stuff and then hey we announced diablo 4 and, and then like, we yeah we forgot about everything else yep By the way, apparently there's a lot of leaks that Diablo 4 is going to have monetization. So it might be... People ask me on my stream, am I excited for Diablo 4? (laughs) And I always said, I have to wait and see. Because if it's anything like Diablo Immortal, no. But it's confirmed it's going to be like season... Not season passes. What's the... Battle passes. There's going to be like early access, depending on the version of the game you buy. There's going to be like cosmetic horse armor that comes with certain forces
0: yeah they're, like, gonna oh. do, they're gonna go it go that way okay i mean a lot of games are going that way even games that just came out originally with that were paid either go cheaper or free to play and then they add in you know battle passes and skins and stuff like about later on mm-hmm. right so and, i'm not surprised but yeah okay <laughs> i'll
1: i'll talk about that more next week with this episode's gone long enough as is so i think we'll wrap things up here chris we covered all the stories that were we found this week so we kind of did the whole shebang here no 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 no, uh i was gonna say no offense no no what what was that yeah i'm just trying to think of the word hang on no pun intended
0: is that what you're trying to say? thank you
1: yes because i know your shebang (laughs) so no pun intended but yes we covered the whole gauntlet, so
0: yeah, yeah. We kind of went on for a long time on our personal stuff, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Well, I guess you guys can find me at uh, Twitch at Prince underscore Kaboom. I'm irregular when it comes to streaming, but I find the podcast here on Thursday evenings. We usually start around six six thirty uh, Mountain Time, or PM Mountain Time, but. It depends on when we can get on and get get up and going. Uh, and uh, I try to stream early mornings. It's kind of random, and it may be different when my schedule sw- swaps over. We'll see what happens with, with the podcast as well. We'll see when I swap and if things change or not. So, but as of right now, that's what it is. Find me on Twitter at uh, that's C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-G. I post stuff like when when we're going live and random things like my toys and other artists that I like and things on Twitter. So if you just want to follow for those reasons and such, go ahead. I'm there. Where can they find you, Zorb? Sean. You can
1: find me on Twitch and Twitter on the same handle, Zorb underscore Zex. Uh, I post my streaming schedule on my Discord as well and. That link is in my Twitch. Um, but yeah, so I stream a lot now. Uh, I kind of want to say I stream three to four times a week. It's been more so kind of like five times a week this last week, for example. But uh, yeah, I'd love to have you guys on my Twitch channel. I'm, I'm very talkative with my chat. I love have to have good conversations. We had some excellent conversations on, on the last stream almost the whole time, on the whole five and a half hours. That was pretty fun. Uh, currently playing through Final Fantasy V, I'm about... Somewhere between two thirds to three fourths completed. So we're making good progress on that. I'll be as I mentioned before, we will be playing uh through Fall Fantasy 7 remake after that. Um but yeah, I also play some scary games. Sometimes I have a couple weekend streams. Well, one weekend stream I should say. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of the short term for me. A lot of Fall Fantasy coming up. So if you did enjoy that, I'd uh, love to have you on my Twitch.
0: Yeah, and I think with that, we're done. Goodbye, everyone.
1: Yep, take care guys, see you next week.